Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There we go. Now we're recording. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 75 of the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg, and for the 75th time, we're here on Friday night talking about some stuff. And spoilers for everybody. Huh? Diamond okay. anniversary? That's right. That's right. And spoilers for everybody. Spock dies at the end of Wrath of Khan. Didn't Dude, know the next that. movie did give it away. Did, did, didn't well see I didn't know the title of the next movie so you told me <laughs> so so that the next title of the next movie happens to be the search for Spock which I didn't know so when I watched Wrath of Khan I was like the hell Spock just died I was like that doesn't make any sense and I knew somehow he's gonna be resurrected but I didn't realize the next movie that's what it was about so but here we are again we're gonna mix up some Star Trek some Star Wars and talk a little, a little bit of news tonight and with me as always my co-host Nathan how you doing buddy uh well here we are no, <laughs> that's your life for a different show. Yeah, I did that uh, trap that they recording for superhero discussions. <laughs> uh, I was wound up like an eight-day clock for a little bit, probably for no reason, you know. But now, now I'm, I'm kind of unloose, you know. I'm winding down, so I'm here. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to talk about stuff. We got some pretty game-changing news, and yeah. I'm ready to discuss and talk about some cool shit with you guys. Yeah. Chris is with us too. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing awesome, man. Long day at work, but I'm ready to relax and drink some whiskey and talk about some geek stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, what's up? How you doing? Hi, guys. Long time no see. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sarah's a, 
A lot of stuff's been going on. So, and I've like I've had a lot of stuff rattling around, which, like I said, I've shared with you guys previously. So, but even though I'm late to some parties, but hey, I'm here tonight for the party. So, let's get it. This is definitely a show for you because not only with the Star Trek, but I know it's the Star Wars stuff you want to talk about, and we get to have some really big movie news. So, it's a Sarah show. Uh, What's up, man? I just wanted to say I hope I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving and an enjoyable holiday. Whether you celebrated it alone, virtually, if you got into your bubble, whatever you did, I just hope you had a good time. If you sat on your ass by yourself on the couch and just ate microwave dinner, whatever, I just hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. And oh, by the Travis way, I Hines healed. It's crazy who because Thanksgiving <laughs> is the bomb and he's he high. Does. And we know like Arrow sucks <laughs> and Stephen Amell really sucks. And, you he know, does. everything right. he touches is garbage. And just, <laughs> yuck, just yuck Stephen Amell. Like I'm, I'm waiting to be like four seconds and he's going to be he's going to be wanting to be beamed in yeah. to, defend, <laughs> to defend his man. So he's got the invitation. <laughs> That's right. Egg him on. He's, you know, he's well, actually yeah. I don't know if he's listening. Or not. He probably is listening. So. Uh, well, all right, cool. Well, before we get started, let's go ahead and plug the network. We're part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance network. Uh, you can find a bevy of shows seven days a week. Uh, we've got World's Finest True Believers, uh, DC Alliance Podcast, Marvel Alliance Podcast, Star Wars Alliance Podcast, Ranger Alliance Podcast, Weird Science DC and Marvel Comics, this show itself, Super Civil Servants, Superhero Discussions, and Slice of Film. So you got a variety of just about everything. You can find us seven days a week. Just check out Geek Ultimate Alliance Network, and uh, you'll find the feed for everything you need. Coming soon, Gumby Alliance, I hear, and Gardening <laughs> Alliance. So I've been, I've been trying 2021, to look out. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a Patreon account, so uh, two tiers to that. And Folks, we thank everybody who is a part of that. Uh, $1 tier just helps us keep the light on, uh, the lanterns charged. And uh, mm-hmm. the $5 tier will get you exclusive and ad-free episodes uh we also drop some early stuff on there so sometimes like superhero discussions or world's finest uh you know if we have the episode recorded early it'll get dropped early for patrons so if you're a five dollar <laughs> patron you can listen to that early and ad-free so check it out and we appreciate everybody who's already a part of that so Thanks. did i forget anything ad supported network ad support well yeah ad supported network there you go that's what i should say there are going to be ads in this uh to try to put two in there just bear with us for a couple seconds once again Helps keep the lights on as well. So, mm-hmm. Nathan, was that to your liking? I think I, I think I nailed it. Sure, sure. I sat down and studied yours, and I was like, "Let me do this." Perfect version of Perfect. it. Perfect. So, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's get started with some news then. Um, Chris, you broke this to me. All right, it, it broke in the the chat. We all chat. We have. I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been you that broke it about uh, Warner Brothers' new deal, record breaking deal. So. Break that for us and talk yeah. to us about it, or open us up with that. The, yeah, uh, it was a a big surprise if anyone to Warner Brothers, but they announced that their 17 film slate is coming to uh, HBO Max day and date of theaters next oh, year. Yeah. Um, like you know, this this includes The Suicide Squad. This includes Dune. This include this was already including Wonder Woman 84, but that's this year technically. But 17 films coming to Matrix. HBO Max. You know, in Matrix Four, Godzilla vs. Kong, which was rumored to be shopped around at that point, but the deal, well, mm-hmm. they the deal got uh, was supposed to go to Netflix, but that wasn't enough money. So now we know why. Uh, but yeah, for 30 days, it'll be streaming on HBO Max at the same time as theaters. So yeah, this is a a big, big, huge game changer. As I kind of posted, 
you know, we're in the end game now. <laughs> I don't, oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I, 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 I'm not the one that's going to be like the death of theater or anything like that. I think this brings <laughs> a whole new change in dynamics, you know, and it's going to be a new dynamic for the studio itself. Cause studios are going to have to change what they're considering making money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, HBO max has ended their trial their seven day trial. So that is now Smart. over. I got so, mine. I got my seven <laughs> days. What. Um, and mm-hmm. so with that, you know, that's in preparation for one of many four, but with the rest of it, you know, this is going to be watched by obviously Disney plus, um, you know, again, it's going to be one of these, these ideas that can they handle it? What are they going to look like? How's it going to feel? You know, they did announce also that one Woman 84 will be the first 4k streaming um, movie on there as well. Mm-hmm since that was nice. another complaint about HBO Max. So, again, we've talked about this before. <clears throat> this, this does make it now, in on paper, the top streaming at this point for just movies in this sense. The question is, how are they going to market this? Are they going to do this? They they're still don't have international. That's a big problem with them. They mm-hmm. still don't have Roku. Exactly. That's a big <laughs> problem still, with them. They still don't have Roku, which I, I think th- I, that deal is going to get done quicker before Wonder Woman 84 at this point. That's that's at least my prediction. I, I hope for you. Because I, I tried, I, I, I tried before, but I would love it. Yeah. Well, I, I tried some of that screen mirror stuff the other day to watch uh, the flight attendant on um, HBO Max, and it, it worked. But it was laggy, and the the quality wasn't great, and the sound would sometimes not match up with it. I'm like, man, this is so frustrating. And I, if I have to see Wonder Woman 84 the first time like this, I'm gonna be pissed. But if, if that's the case, if they don't have a Ro- if they don't have the Roku deal done by Wonder Woman 84, I'm not watching it on HBO Max first. I'm gonna go to theaters that day. I think yeah, if, I, if, like, if I can. So. And it provides a lot of different things. But I'm gonna step away for a little bit, uh, so my camera and Mike will be out, but I'll be right back. You're good, Nathan. Give me some thoughts, I, man. I, I would. Think that they would relatively quickly because we know, like, they put this forward that next year for 17 films that we know of, I think Chris said, that they are doing this model. Once their stuff got, I don't know about once, but with their stuff getting very popular, and I know this is like my favorite reference and my go to, but uh, the popularity of Game of Thrones. Like, especially when that became a huge, wide phenomenon and stuff. They made it to where you could watch it, like, day in. You know what I mean? Like, you could watch it live with everybody else. So I've got to think that they are actively working on getting that same type of model to where instead of, like, HBO Go, you know, you get the HBO Max where people, the day in that day, you know, they can have their time for the theaters. So, that, so like, uh, Travis Hines doesn't have to rely on just his theater. You know what I'm saying? Because he said mm-hmm. the cases are coming. His might get closed down before then. I gotta think they're working on getting that app going, just like they did toward the latter seasons of Game of Thrones, like when it was cracked, you know, but they made it sure it was worldwide. So I made but but at the same time, look at DC Universe. How long was that there going and it didn't get international? But maybe that was because the writing was on the wall so knows it was launched. I don't know. I think you know what I mean? What because was, they knew yeah. this was coming. And it, me as well, but like I've gotta think that this is actually one hundred percent priority. Like because HBO Max isn't just your DC movies. This is look at all the different variety of films and stuff that are coming there. You know, I've got to think they want to get like Disney Plus, so that you know, like people 
they could they got to watch Mulan and stuff like you know what I mean like I've got to think that they want to be in that same ballpark that same conversation and they want to be if Disney Plus isn't global I can't remember the HBO Max is gonna want to be global you know what I mean they're 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 mm-hmm. gonna want to be there I I I've got to think they're working on it and if they don't get it this year I've got to think the first of next year or. 2022 you know what i mean if they don't get it 2021 i've got to think by the end of 2021 they have that problem solved i, I would hope so if they're gonna have 17 movies coming out like i said just exactly. especially with this wonder woman it just seems like it should be priority and i get that it's money holding it up but i don't understand why they don't like I, i'm definitely not a math whiz you know I, I don't know everything about business but it just seems like if you can get it out to more people easier you're going sure. to make more money. I just don't understand what's stopping that. But well, once again, but you know. But at the same time, we know that it's easier for them to. So I'm just going to kind of play devil's advocate with myself that it's easier to get it to like all of us here in America to do it the day of. You know, like Wonder Woman 84, we're all going to be able to do that. And internationally, mm-hmm. like there's different international licensing deals. There's different ways that 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 they can obtain the license for something to stream if it's got to go through a third party or a fourth party or if it's got to be government approved in some places like i've got to think that it's got to be some legal mumble jumbo and it's not as easy oh, yeah, as just I'm turning sure. it on for people around the world you know what i mean like i gotta I'm think sure. it's licensees or the right people got to shake the right hands or mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i've got to think that this is moving forward even if it is that i've got to think right now they're going okay we've announced this like this is a major priority we want by by the time we get to the 10th movie in our slate of the 17, we want people half the globe to be watching. And by the time we get to that last one, we want everybody around the globe to be able to do it. I mean, you know what I mean? I've got to think that they're, it's got to be priority, don't you think? I think so. Uh, Sarah, I want to hear your thoughts on it, and then I have one comment about it I want to talk about. Uh, what do you think? Are you like the, I mean, I think everybody likes the idea of being able to do this, but mm-hmm. like if it kills theaters, would you rather not have it? I don't think it'll kill theaters. I mean, it'll probably okay. the, the demand for theaters will probably fall um, mm-hmm. because, I mean, we are living in a new norm. I mean, period. Right. So, you know, we're hearing this, you know, especially like, you know, with Wonder Woman, it was. It's interesting that the studios or whatnot are willing to evolve. I mean, I just feel like this is an evolution. I mean, because especially yes. streaming is so popular now over the past few years. Um you know, they've tried to, you know, especially like with Disney Plus, like with Mulan. Um, I had no inclination to watch that because that was just not a movie that I was interested in. Plus, you know, you're already paying for a streaming service. Plus, you're going to pay an additional, you know, price, a premium price for it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe something that, like we, you know, discussed about Wonder Woman. Now, see, that would be a movie I would pay a premium for because, I mean, I've already got tickets to my local theater because I'm like, sure. Well, because we went to a theater, we went to the theater a few weeks ago to see um, a movie, and it's limited seating. So, I mean, even I asked my husband, I was like, "How did you feel? Did you feel comfortable?" He said, "For however many people were in there, that might have been maybe twelve people total." So, I mean, I felt perfectly comfortable because it's like one of those theaters we have the reclining seats, so really you're not on top of anybody anyway. So, um, But it is nice for people that if you don't want to deal with that or, you know, if you don't have the funds to go out and do that. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> some of those oh, yeah. But I mean, I'm, and I, I just, but I do like having the choice. Mm-hmm. I do like having the choice. Yeah. Now, 
But I mean, they've got to get the product out there. I mean, because some areas you don't have a, I mean, you don't have a choice. You know, your cedars aren't open. So I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you have to evolve. Even even if you take a hit, and if you don't get back, you know, however much you put into it, at least you're getting it out there, and you're trying to stay alive. I mean, it's basically trying to keep your head. Absolutely. So, do you think they're doing it like a? they're trying to bait people in like companies into it because like I said, this is all about money, right? So what if they're going to run their first few movies out there and see how many people will subscribe to HBO max, even without it being on Roku or being international and see how popular it is. And if it is insanely popular, then they look at Roku and the international markets and are like, look, see how crazy this is. Look at how much money you can make and drive their prices, like be able to get a better deal with them. Or do you think that they're not wanting to budge because like I said, I just don't I don't see how not teaming up with everybody. I don't see how everybody jumping on this wagon and being able to broadcast and and it, this is not good for everybody involved. Hey, it's an experiment. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's it's, it's well, an experiment because it's like yeah, okay, well, what can we do to get it out there? Yeah. And, yeah. and and obviously, you're I mean, right. it, it could right. be it, it would be great. It could absolutely fail. I mean, you don't know. It's not going to fail. But it's got it's to get. They've got to get international at some point. I mean, because it, you're trying to hit. Not necessarily box Real, office, but you want to get in everybody's house. <laughs> no, no. Realistically, realistically, this is going to be a game changer, and not only is it going to be a game changer for the better, but we've got to look at the other side of it too, where it's going to it is going to be a hit in some places, and it is going to be noticeable at first because there will be theater chains that absolutely do shut down because of this, but theater going will become more of a an appointment thing it'll be more of a big experience it'll be right like the kids and i like this movie's coming like like when endgame come out you know like the next kind of endgame you're gonna go shit like i need to see this in a giant room with people like there will be those experiences it'll be so it'll be appointment with your kid there'll be a lot more drive-ins that there are now because like sarah said that there are we are in a new normal and i mean i'm I'm with you guys i hate hearing that term yuck but it's the truth you know what i'm saying so things have changed and uh, like, like I said, it's, it's going to affect that. And another thing that's going to be an effect of it is, yes, HBO Max is going to want content, but I've got to think this is going to put limits or maybe change directions on what kind of movies we get budget-wise or if something even gets greenlit. Because while right now, yes, they wanna, they're going to go, they're going to go with a bunch, but like, let's say... I don't know. For instance, uh, uh, like your 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 typical rock, uh, the rock and Kevin Hart doing their their buddy cop, you know, yucky yuck thing. They mm-hmm. typically only makes twenty five thousand, twenty five million or whatever. But you know, you granted it only mm-hmm. costs like ten million, but whatever, it makes forty million. You got to think, does that even get greenlit now to do a theatrical thing, or is that going to be a straight to HBO Max movie thing, or do they go? Mm, come up with a series and we'll green light it so we can invest more in it and stretch it out. You know what I mean? Like there's, I'm not saying it's going to be a big increase, but I think that will be a factor. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I got to think that they're going to look more closely at things and maybe pass on a couple of things mm-hmm. that otherwise they might have just because, uh, let's say it costs 10 million to make, but if we get 15 million, whatever, somehow we break even or whatever. You know what I mean? Like those, those mm-hmm. little bit of movies like that. I, you know, I think that you're right. It, it might change the way movies are made as far as that goes, where they're going to look at more things and say, okay, is this better fit for an eight episode, a six episode yes. series 
four episode miniseries because you can get something then you can get the quality like Watchmen, Mandalorian, and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. have so much more of a of a story, and people will still want to see it. But and you can draw them every the, week, so it's not right. something where you're necessarily sitting there. Well, okay, like well, the, the difference well, Grant, is though, I'm not going to go to I'm not going to go to the theater and see eight episodes of Mandalorian. That's that's yes. the difference. You know? oh, well, that would, would be something that would yeah. be strictly HBO Max. If you're talking about movies itself, <laughs> well, Grant, maybe it'll cut about, down on like reboots. What about Joker? Yeah. Have maybe you gotta think Joker <laughs> was was what 30, 40 million. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have faith in it. They didn't even give it the budget they wanted. Now, is that something that would have went straight to HBO Max? Because, you know, before, yeah, we, it did what it did. But, like, let's say we fast forward and we put that movie, we put that movie in 2022. Does that even get, being that they already had trepidations about it, they didn't give them all the money for it anyway because they didn't think it was going to be this big deal. You know, look at them, yokes on their face. But does that even get lit for a theatrical release if we're in the new world? You know, in this yeah, newer cool. world, or they go, no, this is strictly HBO Max, and then it's not necessarily the phenomenon it was but but you know what i'm saying like these are these are all questions i have like i i firmly agree that this is a game changer in the right direction you have to get with the times this is where we're going but the transition i don't think is going to be as smooth as people are thinking we will get back there to where it's a well-oiled machine but right now both sides are learning we're both you know they're both going to try to adjust into that this is the first this is the first outing, you know, and I'm and I'm just throwing questions out. Maybe maybe they somebody smart. Obviously, somebody smarter than me. Maybe they've got it all figured out. But that, these are just the questions I have. Yeah. Oh, I had a point I wanted to make a second ago. <laughs> I'm Give sorry, me man. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. And, um, and the, I just thought of the Joker. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, no, you're good, man. It was something <laughs> about the Joker that you had mentioned. I can't. I can't remember what it was. Something about the budget. But yeah, it's it's. It's definitely a game changer. Um, God, I want to remember what I had to say. It was, really, it was really good. Uh, I'm Just cut me off next time. Say, take over. Say, shut up, Nate. Use some thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta fill my coffee. No, up. but like I said, I mean, you know, as far as maybe it will change like the quality of movies. Maybe you're not gonna have so many like because let's be honest, there's a lot of fluff movies that come out. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of movies that you know they're out there, and I'm thinking, you know, there's a ton of movies I don't go see in the theater. I mean, and I might. Maybe I'll red box them or, you know, see it when it comes on Netflix or, you know, something like that. So maybe, you know, the studios would think a little bit harder about, you know, what kind of movies they make. Um, and, you know, maybe a movie like Joker with a low, lower end budget. Maybe that's something if, you know, it was a quality movie and, like I said, had a lower budget. And, I mean, it still did well. And I think even if it was put on HBO Max out of the gate, I think that would, I think it still would have done fantastic. I mean, I mean, look at the quality of some of the Netflix streaming, you know, yeah, content. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it doesn't think... necessarily, I don't think a film has to be um, successful mainly if it's released in a theater. Because yeah. there's a lot of quality content that, that's not. I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of crap that's released on the big screen. And well, you're like, why did you make that? To, but, that's true. To, to your point, there's been a lot of times where I wouldn't see a movie in theaters, but I'd catch it a year later when it came on HBO or Showtime or Cinemax, and I see something, and I go, "What? The f- this was this was great, but it's not a movie that I would have went to the theater to see." Right, right. you're not disappointed you didn't see it on the big screen. And maybe I, now, right. if, if you see it on HBO Max, and you're like, "Oh," and if it does come to the big screen, you're like, "Oh, her, I want to go see it again." Yeah. You know? <laughs> Think about it like John this. John Wick. Okay. That was the the first John Wick perfect example. Like at first, like I'm like, "Oh, whatever." I didn't go. And it's not because I didn't want, you know what I mean? But it was just like, oh, another Keanu Reeves before John Wick relit his. But you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that's something I catch on the thing. But after seeing that and realizing they were going to do another one, I'm like, oh, shit, I want to see the next John Wick and the next. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Well, no, no, I, I totally agree with you. And that, that, that I, I love whenever I just about everything you recommend for me, that's the way it is. I start watching. I'm like, Oh God, now I got to see the next one. But, um, <laughs> I, th- I think one advantage to this system that people are going to see is it's what fourteen ninety nine unless you've got some kind of deal or bundle with something else for HBO Max a month, right? I did find a deal. I th- I caught it on um. There's a great Twitter thing you could follow. Warrior sixty four. Um, he just posts deal all the time. At one point, either today, I think it was sometime today or yesterday, a six months for I think sixty four ninety nine, which is I don't do math, so someone. Do some quick math for me. It's a little over ten dollars. You're the educator. Yeah. You gotta do math. <laughs> Slightly over ten. I, I, I'm a social yeah. studies teacher. All right, when it comes oh, down to it. So, well, but but, some, but but basically, yeah. you'll probably it sounds like you get a little bit of knocked off, you know, for six months, and what you would oh, yeah. pay for that at that point. I don't know who it was from, but definitely check it out. But sorry, I'm back, everyone. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> awesome. Well, either way, my, my thing just is, came hey, in like hey, Kramer, just yeah, busted the door. <laughs> if, if you um, if you pay, you know, it's fourteen ninety nine a month for HBO Max, okay? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. slightly less. That's slightly less, and I mean like two dollars, or excuse me, more than I pay for a movie ticket. And I usually always pay for at least two movie tickets and the food and the sure. beer sure. and and you know everything else. So by the time I go see one movie, I've probably spent sixty bucks. So in theory, if you were if you were a person who didn't sign up for HBO Max and you were looking at anything about going to theaters but weren't too sure about it, and you were like, well, I could go to the theaters or I could just sign up for HBO Max right now, pay fourteen ninety nine and see this movie right now. I think that's going to be a huge selling point for people once Absolutely. HBO. You know, because you're going to end up. I can go pay twelve bucks for a twelve pack, sit down on my couch, watch my four K TV, I'm say. Me, pause <laughs> it if steak. I want to. So it does steak, have its advantage. Your own food. Yeah. <laughs> It does have to grab your own bottle of whiskey, drown the whole thing, drink a handle of whiskey while you watch it, not remember it, get up the next morning, watch it again. Yes. Well, I don't remember. You you know, our our buddy Brent had put this in as kind of joke and said, who on their bingo card had WB pulling this, pulling this off, you know, because I I didn't. I mean, I mean, no. I mean, after I mean, let's talk about pre Wonder the Wonder Woman thing. I think after Wonder when they did Wonder Woman, yeah, this seemed a lot more likely. But before that, yeah. we no. called it Wonder when it comes if, out. If, if anyone, it was looking like <laughs> Disney was going to be the one more flirting with it, not going all in like WB did. Right. All right. But well, got- because they they they're a lady. Disney's still a lady. They don't go in all in. They don't go all in on the first date. They gotta. They got to flirt, touch it a little bit. You know, they'll get back to you. Now that they know that their friend's a whore, they're going to just go right after it. You know what I mean? Don't worry. <laughs> Travis, Travis Whatever. Is Sarah understands me. Travis is in the chat right now. He says 12 bucks for a 12-pack. No, actually, it's nine ninety nine for a 12-pack of Coors. Uh, I want to go man, real high. Arrow, Arrow sucks. I hate Steve Amell. <laughs> Everything he touches is garbage. <laughs> this this wrestling show is going to happen. It's going to be three episodes. They're going to cancel it. Just, I mean, I'd punch him in the leg if I saw him. Give him a Charlie horse, you know. Just Steve Amell sucks. Arrow sucks. All The only good season was season four. I mean, what? <laughs> Shots fired. He says he can't be on for a while, but he's going to be on in just a minute, I think. Wow, he says AB 12-pack oh, okay. here costs $25. F that. Be making my Jeez. own beer. So. What happens? In all honesty, I mean, we don't... They say this is just for this year. No, it's not. No. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not for this changer. year. They have, they have to say that. I've seen some Twitter, uh, some bigger, 
either bloggers, writers saying that they're going to reevaluate in summer. I could see them looking at it, seeing how it's doing in the summer. But, you know, it's this is your remember how we said weeks, you know, when we did the Wonder Woman 84 news at that point, they they needed a a app mover. This is your app mover. Right. This is Absolutely. what's going to sell it just because, you know, Disney's got their thing. This, this is, is now that casuals. Yeah, this I mean, again, you can't compare mm-hmm. the two platforms. But again, like I've said before, yeah. when Wonder Woman did their drop, Disney's watching. They're going to mm-hmm. watch and they're going to learn and they're going to do they're going to oh, yeah, they're they going to eventually do this. This is not an if this is a when they're going to do this. Yeah. They already basically mm-hmm. said they were going to start looking at dropping some of their. Not their Black Widows, but some of their other live this action just, stuff. Uh, for, H- to, so. for HBO Max, this is, you'll appreciate this, Chris. This is the boulder from Indiana Jones. And once you release that boulder, it's going to keep going. And it's just going to say, like, you can't. I mean, do, do you think they can put this genie back in the bottle? Like, they've committed to the next year. All their films are coming out that way. Can you put that genie back in the bottle? Or like I said, is it is it the boulder that just keeps rolling? Because I don't think you... Mm, I mean, they can do whatever they want, but boy, I think you have a hard time putting that genie back in the bottle or stopping the boulder, however you want to phrase it. Because, like I said, that's people are going to use that 17 films next year. They're going to be able to kick it on their couch and do it like Greg said buy a 12 pack, make his own steak. Uh, I can have my wife next to me. I can pet my dog on my lap. If I got to pee, I can pause it. You know what I mean? I don't have 14 other dumb teenagers with their phones glowing and taking Snapchat selfies and yuck. Which, I mean, I like the theater, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I I like my couch a lot more, where I can just sit back and be like, oh, yeah, I like that. You know, just do what I want. I can watch it naked if I want to. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to wear pants. But it's like your house. Yes, exactly. It's just, I don't think, I think it's going to be hard to untrain people from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I totally agree with you. Uh, I mean, I, I think that it's weird because people were weary about it with, you, Chris, you said Disney's watching and they're going to follow in the footsteps. I yes. think it's, 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 I think it is, but they kind of already did with Mulan, right? Well, I they, think they, they, they falter with Mulan because one, you had to pay for it, even if you are a Disney Plus member, and two, Mulan was not as like the most popular movie to do that with. I don't feel. Well, pause on that. Pause on that one because go even before Mulan, the first kind of big one to. Sur- like to bypass theaters at the beginning of the pandemic was that new, I think it was that new trolls movie that ended up doing onward. No, 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 I'm talking about the VOD route, the video oh, on demand route. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm talking yes, video yes, on demand. Right. Yes, you're right. Onward eventually, I think it, it went to theaters and then it quickly, like right at the maybe maybe right. a week or two. But you I look at, I think right. that movie did really well in VOD. So again, they're going to look at it and say, okay, let's try, again, proof of concept. Mm-hmm. They're not going to just throw a whole thing out just because. I think mm-hmm. Onward, it just got caught up in the moment, and maybe it met the uh, business angle saying, okay, we went through a couple of weeks in theaters, now we can kind of do this. We fulfilled our, obliga- our obligation if that was true. But they decided to do Milan. There was more baggage with that movie than just, you know... No Mushu. Other, no Mushu. And I haven't seen it yet. It just finally dropped yeah. this week on Disney+. Plus. If Eddie Murphy would have been Mushu, billion dollar franchise. <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong. With, Use his uh, face as a likeness? Yeah. Uh, nah, we ain't got to go that far, but just give the voice back to it. People would have just dug it. 
so Sorry. so again they were follow they were following that vod route to see okay can we do this did it make money yeah we don't have full numbers necessarily it obviously didn't do as well as it could have done at that point but then okay then you got warner brothers drops wonder woman a4 boom biggest movie that everyone's been waiting for for over two years for you know okay now we're gonna just throw it our entire platform you know i mean you got some big heavy hitters in there with who's suicide squad. Matt, who's what's going on <laughs> so Very i wasn't gonna interrupt you entirely yeah i'm, ahead, I'm laughing i'm go. looking at the chat room go. travis Travis says, uh, Nathan, you're FaceTiming me so I can watch Wonder Woman 4. Please, at least for a gym short. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me, take the bottle out of the bag, you hobo. And uh, he said, or oh crinkle God. up a storm every time you take a sip or take yes, a drink. So, I mean, <laughs> sorry. That's how we roll around here. Unprofessional as hell. Sorry, Chris. I don't no, know. I, I, I was waiting until you got done. <laughs> so, so, again, uh, there. It's okay, you know. People say like you, you know, Disney should have been first with this. No, they're they've they're not aiming to be first. Right. That I view Disney at this point kind of like Apple. They are not gonna. They in the sense of a lot of times you look at iPhone, they're been following Android in many different ways. They'll watch, they'll learn, oh, and they'll shit. perfect it for Here their own. The war. Here shit. comes the war. The Android, the Android people that have been doing it for months, and the, and the Apple people go. It as an example. It. Here we go. Here we go. As an example. Uh-huh. And so again, they'll. Goodness gracious! Who's got, who's got their volume? That was me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So so again, they're gonna learn. They're gonna watch. And yes, I do expect Disney plus to follow do i expect it this do i expect it within the next few weeks no i do not do i expect this investor's call to possibly make reference to it this week probably and they may say we have now escalated some of our other movies but we're not going to start opening up the doors to every single thing at this point because again they're not going to they have one plan for this investor's call this was probably not a part of it but they're going to have to acknowledge it because again I'm an investor. I'm going to want them to hear their, what their initial response right. is going to be. So this is a card of the conversation. Could I see them March, April before Black Widow is supposedly going to drop in theaters? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is, seems more that seems more feasible because now they have to build a platform to handle this type of user base all at the same time. Because don't tell me if, if and when Black Widow does drop on Disney Plus day and date. That platform is going to get slammed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, again, you have to build that infrastructure in place. And so I remember in our chat, I kind of made a joke as saying, saying, you know, I think Travis was saying, you know, uh, they got AT&T. They got the server. They said they could barely handle the best episode of Game of Thrones at at launch time. Mm -hmm. and, And they were having problems. So... You know, again, I, I'm not going to fault them for having problems. And, oh, I can't watch my Wonder Woman at, you know, this time. I'll grumble, I but I know I'm going to get tearing the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm going to contact a manager. I'm going to want to keep my jobs. You're going to be a total Karen, huh? <laughs> I'm going to want to write an apology. To be a Karen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I please see the manager? Yes. <laughs> Always the best words to hear. Uh, so, I need to so be a manager, that's, that's one thing, and again... However big our audience is at that point, understand when when these big ones, these big movies do drop initially 
initially, you're probably, oh, if you're going to watch like at the height of the time, 8 o'clock at night on Christmas Day, it may be a little struggle at that point. It may not. That would be the big news. If it can handle without any hiccups, that should be that will be a big plus for Warner Brothers. And they're probably working on it now. But again, until it happens, mm-hmm. until the event happens, we don't know. Yeah. Travis says they get no credit for fandom server uh, performance. I, I heard think, I heard there are some problems oh, still with fandom. Well, I don't I I think Ooh. to be truly honest with you, I think the the Wonder Woman hit, like if you have a movie like Wonder Woman, you're going to get a bigger hit than personally you would get with people watching yes. fandom. I get there's a ton of people watching fandom. Yeah, that's a niche but, audience. But my, my my daughter wants to see Wonder Woman. My daughter doesn't want to watch fandom. She didn't you know? want to watch so. she want to watch uh, us stream live and do that. I mean, shame on you, Greg. Who, how are you raising your kid? Yeah. <laughs> raising her. Wrong <laughs> But yeah, man, it, it it it's a crazy, crazy thing that's happened with Warner Brothers. I'm really interested to see what's going on in the future. I uh, can't wait. The still, no matter what, even if they had announced this beforehand, if they announced this before the Snyder Cut, I'm still not as sold to get Warner Brothers, to get uh, HBO Max as I am. Not even for Wonder Cut. Woman. Not even for Wonder Woman, man. Hey, to be truly honest with you, to be truly honest with you, I love Wonder Woman, but if I can go see it in theaters. And I can only oh, see the Snyder sure, Cut sure, on, sure, on sure, HBO Max. I'm definitely sure, getting sure, HBO sure. Max, you know. So. Hey, but Keelar in his announcement did make reference to and the Snyder Cut, and we look forward to the Zack Zach Snyder's or Zack Snyder's Justice League in the coming months. He particularly called that out in his announcement. Look, he Travis. Yes, Travis says that uh, that the uh, Wonder Woman thing is an America only fandom was worldwide, which is I guess HBO Max. I still think you're going to get more people yes. that are interested yeah. in Wonder Woman just in America than you had worldwide with fandom. Not knocking fandom. It's not mainstream. You probably had more people after the fact watching everyone's reaction and when the trailers dropped than actual fandom when it happened at that point. You're right. It's a, it's a niche audience. We, we Our people were losing our darn minds. But again, mm-hmm. you're right, Travis. It was a worldwide audience. But again, it's it's just not... Not the same kind of audience mainstream. You gonna snap us? You gonna snap us, Greg? I'm gonna snap us. Yeah, in just a minute. <laughs> like tra- 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 snap us in Wiley, I'm about to snap him here in just a second. <laughs> he needs to come on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's it, it's. Do y'all have anything else y'all want to point out? Greg, about? I know what you're looking. I know what you're most looking forward to, right? Aren't you? Uh, on that movie slate, what's what's the one coming out next year that you are most most likely to look forward to? We all know it won't be Ooh. as good as the original because uh, we know the goat was in the OG. But mm-hmm. you know that second one. That second one's gonna. We'll see what kind of. Silly I think I'm. I think I'm there. saving that one to go see it in theaters. You know, in that Dolby <laughs> oh, okay. sound, gonna, high quality. Yeah, you're gonna go see the Space Jam, Jam with too the is, second best. Yeah, <laughs> put the second best out there. <laughs> <laughs> see. Now you're, gonna, now you're gonna get Travis on saying you're just saying that he Travis. So. Right. I mean. If we're talking baseball players, there's better there's better out there, but you know. Yeah. Uh, well, do y'all got anything Man, else hey, to say about wait. this? No, and this is completely off topic since we're done with it. Did any of you guys see the highlights from uh, the Tyson the Tyson fight? Oh, oh, not not even <laughs> no. the Tyson fight. Did you see, did you see the did Nate you, Robinson you see, knockout? That's what I was gonna say. I watched that. That's what I was getting to. And okay, so like people have been putting stuff and they've been putting memes. And there was this one video I saw where he gets okay. First of all, I hate the Paul guys. I hate both of them. I wanted Robinson to win, but a fucking knockout's a knockout. You know, I'll give him credit. 
But like he hits him and they knock the sonic rings out of him and I fell over laughing. I was laughing so hard. Travis at that. told me about And then that there was idea. one there was one, there's uh people it was like a, a picture from Dragon Ball Z and Vegeta's on the ground all smashed up in the ground, halfway in the ground. They said doing doing the Nate Robinson challenge and I fucking lost it over that one, dude. I was just, <laughs> there's one yep, there was seriously. one from Mortal Kombat where he hits him, he's like fatality and he just hits the ground. <laughs> If you haven't seen everybody look at me, if you haven't seen the Nate Robinson knockout, go check it out on uh, YouTube. It is but, I, I am a lover. I, I love watching somebody get knocked out in a fight. Like I, I just love it. It's so funny. And this one right here was one for the ages. I mean like oh straight God. on his face, down. I he still got it, man. He still got it. I think, no, <laughs> no, like I, think, I, think uh, I think he's still sleeping in the ring right now. He might have just yeah. woke up. Poor guy. Like poor guy. But hey, Mike Tyson is not a uh, game still a fucking play. monster. Mike Tyson is still a monster. Oh, yeah. Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. for his age still fast as lightning. Well, you know like, they made a deal before that fight. It. They made a deal before that fight. They wouldn't take each other's faces out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. if there was blood, shot. they were in in the fight. Yeah, they, right. they were special. Like, they they weren't mostly body. Shot. But still, Tyson, did you see Roy Jones Jr. Like man, Tyson. Tyson, that's the same old Tyson. Sorry, if Tyson one or two, he would knock Roy Jones Jr. off his ass. Destroy it. By the way, and the Holyfield wants to come back after we, you know, like (laughs) Vander Holyfield trying to call him out. And I said, wouldn't it be great if all these years later he just bit the other ear off? Like, motherfucker, I'm still Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Nathan. All right, we're completely off the word time. We went almost 40 minutes without a squirrel, sir. Yes. I just wanted to bring it up because of the because of the Nate Robinson memes that I laughed so hard at. I was just falling over. Like I said, getting the Sonic rings knocked out of him and the Great. fatality, and then just pictures of shit of people on the ground doing the Nate Robinson challenge. I was dying. I was. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. He ain't a boxer. And wait, say what you want about that d bag Paul guys, because God, I hate both of them. At least he's had some formal training and did another formal fight. So like I. And calling out Conor McGregor, please, McGregor, get in the ring and beat the shit out of this dude and just hurt him, hurt him, please uh, hurt him. Uh, Even though you're not a boxer, just get in there and piece this guy up. No, 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 not Nate Robinson, that Paul guy that uh, the Paul Jake guy, or, oh yeah, God. Jake Paul, yeah. smash him, uh, piece him up, please. Yeah. Like, even in the boxing ring, go please in there and just destroy him. But that's Make neither him. here nor there, guys. I'm sorry, we detoured. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, moral of the story: we're... Mike Tyson's still a monster. That's true, and he can fight a shark. Mm-hmm. He fought a shark a few months ago, and he <laughs> yeah. now, yes. he didn't fight a shark. He tickled a shark and put it to sleep. So, right. I don't know if you watched it or not, but and ladies uh, and gentlemen, right. this has been Fight Night with Super Civil Service. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank well, you for do, joining us. Do y'all have anything uh, else y'all want to say about this H or HBO Max? Yeah, I guess HBO Max or the Warner Brothers deal or anything going on because you know we uh, it's 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 pretty fight. amazing. Yeah, or the Tyson fight or the Nate <laughs> fight. Anything you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, cool. Uh, well, I let... think it's moving the right direction, but it's just it's going to take a little bit of getting used to, I think. The transition might not be as smooth as people are saying. Final thoughts. Okay. And now back well, to you. And now, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. bing bong. Five, five minutes past the big hour, five o'clock. What do we got going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll check it out. Let's uh, let's end this topic then. Let's go ahead and take our first break, uh, folks. You know, uh, we don't choose the ads here. We just choose the places they are. The volume can get kind of loud sometimes. Give us about 30, 45 seconds. Listen to some stuff to help keep the lights on, and we'll be right Thank you. back. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Where's the noise? Is it it's not doing it. Oh, it's sick. What happened? Yeah, I was going to say, is it sick? Oh, <laughs> what do we got there, Sarah? What do we got? Uh, my gauntlet was sick. That was supposed to take us away, but it definitely. Oh, yeah. So. All right, cool. Well, we're back. Uh, and we are going to hope. talk. Highly holy. We are going to talk a little Star Wars right now. Uh, Sarah and I spoke the other day. Spread my and lightsaber he, out. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had my lightsaber out the whole time. Sarah and I got to talk the other day, and we neither neither of us has had the opportunity to discuss anything about the Mandalorian um, with uh, Sokotano episode. So we definitely wanted to get our thoughts out there about that. Uh, Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead. This with you because you inspired you this. Guys, one. So, you guys gush. Go for it. Yeah. So, so give me some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Never First heard of all, yeah, the Star Wars Alliance. I've already heard y'all. That's right. Thoughts. That's right. <laughs> well, before before yeah, we get into anything man. else, tell me what you thought. How good of a job did they do? How impressed were you? Did you like it? Uh, would you Would you change anything about it? Um, I liked it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I think if they had, even mm-hmm. if it looked like crap, I still would have been excited just to see Ahsoka live action. Um, I think the main thing, and I know this was discussed before, was her mantrals and Leku. I mean, obviously, you would want it longer for her age, but... What did you call them? Mantrals? Those mantrals the, yeah, are this, the and the Leku are this. But they're Leku. Yeah. Oh, you're way more advanced than me. I call them headtails. Well, I mean, you can't tell them that. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the slang term. Yeah. That's what they call yeah. them on the street. You know, yeah. if he's out there on them streets. Yeah, but I mean, you know, for her age and... Mm-hmm. What is it? She's supposed to be, what, 45? Is that what I heard Katie say? Probably in her 40s. In her 40s. Let's just say in her 40s. Yeah, 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So basically, you would think they'd be longer, you know, kind of like Shock T, because, you know, she had like the real, you know, long ones. Absolutely. But I completely understand because this is really what I think they did have a cutscene of Shock T in what was it, Clone Wars? Was it one of Mm -hmm. them? So you did see her like live action, but to see. Well, in. there was a there's sorry sorry there's you saw her a couple times in the prequel yeah. trilogy, and then there was some deleted scenes where uh, mm-hmm. she gets killed by yeah that's the, what I'm by, talking uh, about Grievous yeah yeah right. by Grievous but or whatever she gets killed a couple movement, different times and George never used any right but the point her movement she is not as physical as Ahsoka absolutely so I, I completely understand understand why they shortened it um, and right. then also I mean. And I thought Rosario looked fantastic. I mean, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, it'd been great to have Ashley, you know, because that's what you're used to since, you know, you had, was it Katie as Bo-Katan? You know, it's it's always great to have the voice, you know, that looks like the character. But I thought I thought Rosario looked, she looked gorgeous. I mean, she looked. Okay. But I'm just saying, she had the she had the look, and it's it's you know it. But I think Ashley would have been better if Ahsoka was younger because she's so little and she's so <laughs> mm-hmm. but um but yeah I mean I think um I mean her movements I thought were great. I mean it was mm-hmm. you know great center especially you know her moves. I mean she wasn't exactly like the animated that we're used to mm-hmm. but I mean it is animated and it's really hard to kind of pull that into live action. So, and, and then maybe if we do see her, not necessarily this season, maybe next season or her own show, you know, maybe they'll build on that because this is her first viewing. So, you know, it's kind of like a lot of things, like you go ahead and throw it out there and then let's see how it looks. And maybe we can kind of, you know, tweak a few things. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, and it was so funny because whenever you have like characters like that, that you're so excited to see, you know, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, are you going to see him in the very beginning? Or are you going to see him in the middle? Or are you going to see him in the end? Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of joking with my husband. I said, yeah, you probably, I said, watch, you'll probably see her like the last five seconds. And then when it started, he was like, no, you mean like the first five seconds? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I mean, awesome. that that was really cool. But um, I just like how they were building on the story. I mean, it really wasn't, it was more about her and getting her into it. And I mean, and the one thing that I really did miss her say was the I am no Jedi because there were so many opportunities she could have said that. And I felt like that was the one thing that was missing. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, I mean, I thought it was great. <laughs> I mean, I was I was just excited it was there. I mean, I could probably go back mm-hmm. and nip a few things, but I mean, I'm just, oh. just excited for her to be there. <laughs> I'm going to go back and nitpick one thing at least. And I want to talk to Nathan and Chris just about one, this. Just one. Just one. He gets one. I, I get just one. Everybody gets one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets mm-hmm. one. Spider Man said so. Uh, no, I, I I really enjoyed it. I loved the look. Uh, you know, Dawson did a great job. Hey, I once head- heard everything you say before the word "butt" means total dog shit. Means nothing. So <laughs> go ahead and just lead up. get all the pleasantries out. No, and just no, get no, past no, no, no. I I really enjoyed it. And 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 my my only complaint is not uh, like a huge complaint. And and it it'll probably change in the future. If I had to guess, because mm-hmm. I'm assuming that when they wrote this, they said people are going to be mad about that. Let's, you know, maybe make this a change in the future. We'll see what happens. But uh, I love the look. I, I love the fighting. Um, there was I had a guy at work who's, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's just gotten through Clone Wars. He's a huge Star Wars fan. Just gotten through Clone Wars. And, uh, you know, he's about to start Rebels. And, uh, he, he, you know, he loved the last season of Clone Wars. 
Uh, him and his wife watch Star Wars all the time, and he was telling me uh, the Mandalorian episode really impressed him. And 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 I, and I talked to him about it, and I had this issue with it, and he was like, "Well, yeah, I can kind of see that." So it it's I don't know, maybe it's just me, and I'll go ahead and put it out there because I you know there's nothing I can say that I liked about it that that Sarah didn't already say because you know I love the look, I think they did a great job introducing her, I love the fighting. Um, if you're a Sokotano, okay, and this is what twenty five years after. Revenge of the Sith, something like that, twenty twenty five years. Some in the, in that ballpark. In that ballpark, yeah. okay. And you have been in the Jedi Order, and you've met Yoda, who is a master, who is probably the master Jedi, okay. The master. And in your lifetime, you've never seen anybody else of his race except for maybe Yadu. You've maybe seen. I don't know if they had. She yeah. has or not. No, okay, she never saw it. Okay, so so, so then in that case, yeah, in that case you, you've, you've never, yeah, you've never seen anybody else in this race, but you know this guy was the master Jedi, the Palpatine of the Jedi, basically, you know, and you see this baby Yoda, this Grogu, and you say, Nah, you know what? I'm not going to train him. He seems kind of attached to you. That pisses me off. Are you kidding me? Because I guarantee, at least me, and that's why I'm not a Jedi, you know. Me, I would see that and be like, okay, here we go. Fresh start. Well, let, let's get going with this. Because she even knew his history. She spoke with him. She she got, you know, I just don't get why she would so immediately dismiss training him or or, or being part of what he becomes. So, comments. Nathan, you want to take it? Go ahead, Chris. I saw you look like you were ready to go. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he did. He cocked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if and again, this is my own head cannon. Okay. Just based mm-hmm. on knowing what I know with Rebels, Nathan will obviously know more. more and I haven't these, watched so Rebels first. yet. I'm in the process Maybe. of watching that's Rebels. Fine. So Maybe. that that's may fine. change things. Yes. Mm-hmm. She, even at the end when we see the end of Clone Wars at that point, she is very, she realizes she lost her, she's lost her master. Mm-hmm. She's lost mm-hmm. the, the, what, you know, even though she's left the order, she's lost the order. Mm-hmm. She's lost the the like. She is utterly despondent at this point. So we don't know, outside of if you've read the uh, any kind of books or anything else that's in canon at that point. This is the first time we've seen her since Rebels, and yes. even at the end, of, even at the end of Rebels, there is a time difference from where we see her at the very end of Rebels to now. This is this falls bef- this falls before that. This falls before Rebels? This falls before no, the end of... Before the, the epilogue. Before the epilogue of Rebels. Okay. Okay, I got you. So, she is still figuring things out, and the reason she doesn't jump, again, she could be the person saying, I'm not going to jump to train someone, because she is still at this... She, is, she, is, she has her own mission. We know she has her own mission in mind. She do, she's not going to stop and cut... She, she does not feel... She is she is the one qualified enough to focus on training Grogu. She, she's, she's also scarred. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at is in the sense of I, I'm with the, I'm with you with you Sarah. Like I was hoping to hear like hey, there were so many points like I'm no Jedi at that point, but I think there's a that re- I think that's a big signal. Intentional. Yeah, intentional exactly that we. She is in. She is trying to figure that out. If she's not saying I'm no Jedi, there is a chance for her 
to reconcile that. Yeah. So that we're we're at an impasse. We're at a crossroads with Ahsoka when we see her at this point. So Nathan, when go. we see her, do you trust when we see her in? I do, and when uh, you remember, too. Chris, when we see too. her, when we see her in Rebels, and she communes with Master Yoda, she's almost shocked because she's not a Jedi, and while she's still in touch with the Force, like that's. You know what I mean? Like she goes to the Jedi Temple where she doesn't really feel like she belongs anymore and stuff. And she communicates with Master Yoda and he like he assures her, you know, like the force will always be with you. You know what I mean? So like if this is Quagon discovering Grogu, Quagon throws caution to the wind and shit and says, I train yeah. this boy because we need, you know, he needs it. Because like Greg's thinking, Quagon goes, this he needs, you know, you know, we, we need him. We can't risk him falling into the dark side. So, yeah, exactly. This is the way. Ahsoka, which you'll get there, Greg, but like if you remember from Clone Wars, the Mortis, the, the Mortis arc, and where she dies and the sister gives her life into her, and now she's had the the bird Mori with her, which you can actually see the bird in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you get into Rebels, she goes through another journey, and we don't exactly we know it affects her differently, but we don't exactly know what. Like like Chris said, she is on a set mission. Like she almost knows what she has to do. Because of this other mortis like arc in Rebels in season four. Right. I'm hoping like like you said, I trust in Filoni and right now I know it's super vague, but if I know Filoni, he's gonna weave it in and put some details in it that makes you go, shit, there it goes, it works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trust Filoni too. I think that if you if I'm gonna hand it over to anybody that I feel like can do a good job, that's the guy Absolutely. I'm giving it to. You know? Well, so, honestly, I wasn't surprised when she when she said no, I was not surprised. Neither was I. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's it's the whole, you know, she has her thing and, you know, she probably, she may still has her dis- disillusionment, you know, still trying to find her way. Maybe she doesn't, you know, feel like she's qualified, you know, and, it, and you know, I totally agree with y'all's points. But, I mean, it that's something it didn't really surprise me. It probably would have shocked me more if she did. Just right. because of exactly what, you know, from Clones and Rebels. So, I mean, because she did in... I don't want to give too much away, but she, you know, at least did try a little in Rebels. I mean, but it wasn't. She was the model. She was the model Padawan. Like, she she learned. Like, she was all about the four, you know what I'm saying? The Jedi. Like, she was the one. And I've said this to Katie, that if had Ahsoka continued in the Order and the Order not fallen, I could see her at this point in time being the being the yoda being the grandmaster i I agree could have you know i mean if they say the order keeps going because we know in this at this point in time yoda would have been joined with the force i honestly think that it could have been ahsoka being the grandmaster of the jedi council making the mass decisions being the most in tune with the force now we know from the movies and the series and stuff it didn't pan out that way but I, i mean i'm just saying like that's how strongly she is with and she 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 grew up in the system, you know what I mean? Like, it literally, from a child, they took her as a little child, and she that's all she knew, and she took that stuff to heart. So, like Sarah said, like, I, I, I would have been shocked if she would have done it, but, like I said, that was her whole childhood and stuff, and it's kind of traumatizing. Like, she was a 14-year-old girl commanding troops in war. You know what I mean? Troops mm-hmm. in war at 14. And then by the end of the Clone War, she's only, what, 16 or 17, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, by the time she leaves the Order, she's a 17-year-old girl just kind of trying to find a make her way in the, you know what I mean? And then we get to her in Rebels, and she's like, what, 25 or whatever? So she's got her more of a head on her shoulders, but you'll get there, Greg. But uh, Sarah, how about Twilight of the Apprentice? 
Holy shit, was that not a powerful episode of Rebels? Jesus, you want to talk about on the edge of your seat? I'm like, I'm just like, I gotta let my dogs out. Talk about Rebels. But yeah, like, I, um, yeah, I, I got to think that, that Filoni's got a master plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I mean, that's his baby. I mean, that's his character. If anybody's going to, you know, see her all the way to fruition to, you know, her story arc, I mean, he's the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, obviously. Uh, I think well, there's a reason she made her debut in his episode written and directed. Probably. That's probably a good, good point. Uh, okay, so I got my one gripe out about Ahsoka Tano. Other than that, I loved everything else there. And you guys, y'all make great points. I haven't seen Rebels yet. There's a lot more story to what's going on that I could, you know, really enjoy. It's like it's like when we were reviewing Clone well, Wars and we get we got to the season finale, the the uh, last episode last season, and I had mentioned mm-hmm. how oh I wish I could have seen this and this and this, and that was because I hadn't watched the episode or seasons five and six, I think. Uh, and you were like, oh, you should go back and watch yeah. that, and you would see that. And you're right, I did. Okay, so I was satisfied with that. So there is a very good chance that I could be satisfied more with this decision once I watch Rebels, which I've downloaded the first three episodes. I planned on watching them today. I'm definitely at least going to watch them tomorrow. But um, I think it will have it'll have more context to you once you get the season for the arc that I'm talking about. You'll know it instantly because if you remember the Mortis arc, you know where Obi Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka go to that weird. With the you know what I'm saying? This arc stands out just as much as that arc. Okay. See, Sarah told me the end arc end of season two was the best part. So oh, it now is. I'm look, yeah. now Twilight, I'm looking forward to season two and season four. That's so. some Twilight best. of the Apprentice is some of the best shit you'll ever see in your life. Like I said, I mean it's it's really, really good stuff. Okay. See, that is emotional. I'm not gonna lie. He's straight emotional. <laughs> it pulls on the strings. It yeah. definitely pulls on them. But I mean I but and then the subsequent um the last two are good too so i mean it's it really it just adds a lot to it it's 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 nuts it's nuts it's like i want to go back and watch it again but i mean i'm like oh it's there you pay for disney plus you got it right (laughs) oh yes definitely (laughs) all right well there's there's one more thing i want to talk about with ahsoka tano and then we can go uh you know talk about as much as we want to after that but there's one point i want to put out and it was that uh sarah and i were talking about and nathan I'm going to start with you on this one because I know personally you are a huge Padme fan. Now, I don't know if that's a huge Natalie Portman fan or a huge Padme fan, but we're going to find out in this discussion here because Sarah and I both determined the other day that I would have been much happier with a story about Anakin and Ahsoka in the Clone Wars and in that prequel series than I would have with the story we got with Padme. Now... I feel like personally his relationship with Ahsoka was kind of closer than what you saw with Pat May. The only problem is I only saw you that. You mean the, the woman that he got pregnant? No, no. I don't, well, okay. Not necessarily. Did you know, the, hey, the one you know that what? he was, you know, <laughs> okay, okay, the beast okay. with two bags okay. and the one that he was mentoring like it's his daughter or he, little sister? Here's, here's <laughs> my point with that is what you saw in the movies was very together, rushed. Greg. Very, very rough. Now, I did watch Clone Wars, and with Clone Wars, you've got a little more development with Padme, but I still feel uh-huh. like I enjoyed the relationship with Ahsoka and Anakin more than with Padme and Anakin. Now, sure. once again, you know that why? is only with Clone Wars, because if I watched the movies, which I did, I would have never known about Ahsoka Tano. So that's the difference mm-hmm. there. So I think Sarah and well, I both are also— 
Uh, the, the Clone Wars, you're almost made to see it through Ahsoka's eyes. So she's your focal okay. point. So I would argue that's almost what's supposed to happen. Like Anakin and Obi-Wan are two of your main characters. But you see and you learn a lot. Like when Ahsoka learns, you learn more about the Jedi. And stuff yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and we literally, we follow her. Yeah, and I know in the latter season she leaves and it just goes on. I'm like, I, I would say the three main characters are Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka. And I don't think anybody could argue that. So you mm-hmm. get more focal. I wouldn't call Padme a main character. I would call her a main recurring character. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know. And, and I, you are right. But, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but the simple fact of it was that George just didn't think about it until he was doing the Clone Wars to have, make Anakin have a bad one, and then they wrote it out and stuff. You know what I mean? That's just the simplest answer is the, this is right. what sucks, but that's right. the only reason why, you know? But yeah. they did, but like we said, with Season 7 of the Clone Wars, that we did see that they, I think they did a nice job of weaving that emotional trauma into intertwining it with scenes from Revenge of the Sith, so it makes that feel more... More okay, whole, so, and I feel like now I feel like Ahsoka now did have more of an in, impact on the the downturn and the 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 Vader turn. Right, right. All right, Chris. In the chat room, we were talking about this. In the chat room, in the chat we have on Twitter, <laughs> like we're in AOL or something. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was you and Sarah, or you and Katie, both had the the mindset of it's kind of unfair to compare those two characters and. I, when I put it out there, I'm thinking it's not necessarily like which character you think um, had like obviously a a Jedi warrior is going to have more uh, appeal than you know a whatever politician. Padme is a politician exactly. Uh, but uh, but what I'm more what I'm more let oh, she was a queen. Did she give that up? To be the politician, yeah. she gave it no, up. No, no, like, she was still on the political like, side versus third term. Right. It's basically like a, it's basically like a presidential it. term in Naboo. You get to be but, queen. Okay, but my but my question to Chris is, I'm not trying to compare them like that. I'm more or less just saying, take everything else out. If you had the opportunity to go back and change things, would you have rather seen still seen Padme, but have her be less part of the story of the prequel trilogy and have Ahsoka be in there more, or do you enjoy the way they did it more? I, w- I would have de- – the problem, it's still – it's hard to compare. Not, and, and, I mean, compare, it's hard to say that because, again, Ahsoka's journey is so much different than Padme's mm-hmm. in the sense of, you know, the – and I'm not saying – Padme's journey is through Anakin and, and the love the and the love and the relationship and things like that. Padme's is – and I'm not saying anything that's not duh duh, but I'm trying to get to a point where you got master and apprentice, you've got soldiers in a, in a war at that mm-hmm. point, and you, and so Padme is fighting the war from a political sense, but also shares a very different relationship than than she than Anakin does with us with Ahsoka. It's a teacher student kind of thing, and 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 Nathan, stop that. Um, <laughs> um, we hear about teachers and students all the time, Chris. I was like, come on. But <laughs> would I have liked to have seen Ahsoka in the prequel trilogy? Yeah, but I it's hard for me. You kind of make a huge change, and I like the way we've seen Ahsoka in the Clone Wars because it it wouldn't have been enough time for growth. She would have been in some of the some of the Clone War movie. 
mm-hmm. and then Revenge of the Revenge of the Sith. But it's just like the, the clone, the Clone War, the Clone Wars is not necessarily Obi Wan is investigating one part, and then you've got you know Anakin protect quote unquote protecting Padme. So I, you'd have to change that almost entire movie around in, in a different way, and it's mm-hmm. hard for me to kind of right. rationalize that. Yes. I, I like the. Do I would I like to have seen her in the movie? Sure. I just yeah. it's hard for me without making a massive change into mm-hmm. the whole structure of the last two movies. So. Oh, it absolutely changes all all, all of that. Well, I mean, like I, think, saying, I think it's more the like Anakin story. Like it's mm-hmm. okay. You see the when he starts turning to the dark side because obviously it's the loss of his mother because he's always worried about her. And then mm-hmm. it's it's just hard for me to believe that it's just Padme was the only one that really pushed him over that edge. It just seems like it would have just added more to it if there was, you know, if you knew if Ahsoka was there. And, you know, the turmoil that she dealt with and then them parting. And it just seems like it would just have added more to the, I guess, the emotional turmoil. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that was just kind of what I was – because. Clone Wars does such a fantastic job of showing the relationship between Ahsoka and Anakin because they're so similar, but yet they are different. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's, I mean, Padme's never been really the strongest character in any of the movie, like the film to me. Um, you know, and, and I'm not going to like, you know, the the deep canon. I'm not going, you know, to that because. I'm sure she's probably a stronger stronger character death wise, but maybe it's just Natalie Portman. I don't know. But I mean, it, that to me, that just always felt weird. And why, you know, like Clone Wars was the mood, the film itself, the prequel. I'm like, eh, it just didn't feel strong to me. But um, and I and I just thought maybe, and you know, it might not have been a long fleshed out relationship like between Padawan and Master with in Clone Wars animated. And, you know, and I'm I'm thankful that it is out there. I mean, because it does fill in a big gap between Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened between yeah, there. Gone. So, I mean, and that added to it. And I'm one, I like to see more of a story. You know, you'll see stuff face value. That's why a lot of times I, that was one of the reasons why I liked the prequels. Is because it was Anakin's story. Because I've always... I've always been interested in Vader from the first time that you see him at New Hope. You're thinking, you know, my first thing is like, ooh, how did he become Vader? You know, how, where did this dude come from? You know, and I've always, that's just. R.I.P. David Prowse. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's just like um, um, Return of the Jedi. When you find, like, one of my best scenes, one of my most favorite scenes is when you actually see Vader. You actually see under the helmet. So then when the prequels came out and it gave me Anakin's story, you know, I, I love that. I love, Revenge of the Sith, I mean, that's like the, the favorite movie in my house, you know, and that is literally his transition over. I don't know. I can't tell you how many times we've watched that movie in this number, house. Number two in my, yeah, it's number two in my house. The over- <laughs> so, yeah. so, I mean, and that was the only thing I was just trying to discuss was just, it just seems like if you did see Ahsoka in the prequel films and add a little bit to it. Maybe it just made more sense instead of, hmm. you know, just you're going down a path. I can't follow. Oh God. I just, I, I can't with that, but yeah. you know, but then again, if you didn't have Anakin and Padme, you wouldn't have Luke and Leia. So 
there you go. But I mean, that was just my point. It was basically just Anakin's relationship and how it just pushed him further. And it, Sarah, I like I like what you said that if you just watch the prequels, it almost feels like really Anakin went this far just because of Padme. Now with the Ahsoka stuff in there fleshed out from Clone Wars, that adds more to his trauma. And the uh, we see the way he goes about uh, just going through the Clone Wars. As I said earlier, he's like one of the most brutal characters, and mm-hmm. he'll kill first and. Like I said, when he gets mad with Corvus and stuff and like just choking him, like, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. this, I it really helps. It really helps show him walking down that tunnel and like losing, you know what I mean? Because it's he's he's the guy, he's the clone commander that gets out in front of there with his, you know, with his clones and mm-hmm. gets up. There's, you know what I mean? And eventually he loses all the stuff. You know, it's just like everything, his whole world and everything he knows kind of falls apart. You know what I mean? So I think it just adds so much more context. And then you get mm-hmm. to actually see anakin and padme's relationship fleshed out in this because like there'll be little hints of where they see each other on a hollow thing or in this thing and they're smiling and you just get that relationship built up where you feel like they were actually were husband and wife and they made a little thing and you can see there was a little wild chicken wow wow because they had the relationship and stuff you know what i mean and but see i can stomach that more so in the animated series versus what i could see in clone wars the film I don't know. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of attack of the clones. And how dare yeah. you? Because uh, I love that. And when I was like 13, 14 year old me, I was like, oh, I wish I was a Jedi and could marry a queen to turn to a senator. And everybody look at this pretty landscape in the water. This, wish they were Jedi. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Did you want to have some hostile negotiations too? Uh, or aggressive negotiations? Yes. I, wanna make I hated video. sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. And, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was there. I wanted to float apples across the table. Like I wanted, I was trying it all. You want to talk into a Gillette razor and act like it's a communicator? Mm-hmm. Hey, for as much people, come on, guys. That arena battle is the shit. Attack of the Clones doesn't get near enough love. That that no, Kenobi I, I, that, it, Jacob it Fett fight. That's the shit. Yeah. Uh, you know the the arena battle with the Jedi back to back and stuff. That's awesome. Do Do you know what that battle reminds me of? Do, do you know what the, 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 the like the main part of that battle reminds me of? It's like a comparing mm-hmm. it to a button masher in in a in a on a game. Like it looks like there's just a bunch of people that are playing that game and just mashing buttons the whole time. Swing, 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 parry, parry, swing. Oh, swing, so it looks swing. like Fortnite, yeah. the most popular game of like the last eight years. Okay, gotcha. Who is your guys's shot in the dark? Who smuggled Grogu out of the temple? Who's your Who's your shot in the dark? Who do you think came and got him? Before go Anne could go in there and be like, the younglings, like, they killed the younglings. I'll go what first. You and you know why my answer is going to be this is because this is the baddest ass character in Star Wars, and I could see him doing this. I don't know. I couldn't give you the reason Jar-Jar why. Jar but, but, but as soon as it's explained <laughs> to me, I could be like, yep, that's why he did it. it it's uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Somehow or another, Grand Admiral Thrawn did that. You know, he got it out there. He wasn't like, even there though yet, though. You know, for no, the books, I, he I, wasn't I, there. And, and that's the why it's so started. much more amazing. That's why it's so much more amazing. <laughs> because he wasn't even there. It makes absolutely no it sense, Grand, but it's it more Grand amazing. Yeah. Yes. He knew before he yes. joined, before he left the ascendancy and joined the Empire, mm. he knew he had to get Grogu out of it. I need so, to get some that's goo how, and grow. That's it. how good he is. So. Mm. <laughs> I, I honestly don't even have a rational pick. I mean, I hate to say it, Nathan. I can't. I can't, I. 
I would like to have one, but I just nothing comes to mind that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. That's why Grand Rapids. I, like, I want to hear Gurgers. yours, really, but yeah. Watch is Gogurt. Why would it go I mean, because you had all these other younglings. Why him? That's my question. Not who because took he him? is why? a Yoda. That's why, because you know. Well, and it doesn't. It, it was he taken from there, or did he? Evade the attack. So like, does he, does he, he see it happening? He would have been like thirty stuff. years old. He's an infant at fifty. How would he evade it at thirty? When he was, he was old enough to learn like, some of the Jedi ways. He was old enough to He just, to he just looked ways. at Anakin and he just like, started oh, baby talking. Like he does. Yeah, I say he would have just looked at Anakin and been like, "Ugh," and Anakin would have chopped <laughs> his little fucking head off. And that Survival instinct. No. No. I don't know why, but my head. I think it was Joe Costa New, the librarian. Don't know why. That's what popped in my head. But there has been so many rumors and speculation that Mace would do survive. Why did Mace do it? I've seen that. Back. I I've, think, I've seen that. And I think that where there's smoke, there is fire. So it could be a possibility where, you know, no hands Mace comes in. And he's like, i got to get you out of here. And he takes him out there. And then, like, you know, he's out there. Wait a minute. Did no you ever see a body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's here's the other thing. No hands mace got blown out of the window and at some point got rational thought to just force hold himself <laughs> bleeding. For, no, well, he got cauterized. It would be bleeding, but that would have Yeah, been they're cauterized. Bad. We're good. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah. they're good. He's just going to run around now and he's like, somebody help me. Well, we do know at some point. I got to piss. At some point, we're going to have to hear or read or see how this went down. Yes. That is yeah, a absolutely. huge mystery yeah. that needs to right. be explained. Like, how does one wipe with no arms? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a fucking mystery all in itself. Well, how cute <laughs> was it? How many when... does it take to get the center of a tootsie pop? The world may never know. And, and, right, three. Remember the commercials? One, two, three. Well, how cute was it when um, Ahsoka actually said his name and he's just like, Whoop. good. Yeah, he's he goes, like, oh. and the panda's like, what did you? Say? Every time he makes that noise, every time he says, oh. Like he's a geared... He's baby talking now. <laughs> he's finally baby talking. He's doing his like little battle. Grogu. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Grogu. I don't know what that was, Gross. but I can't wait to hear when I play it back. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Thirteen mm-hmm. uh, oh, year old school issues. There, I had to take care of that. But, uh, I don't know. But every episode's getting better and better. That's all I. Have yes, to I agree. And you know, yeah. I was telling my friend the other day that. I haven't been disappointed you yet. Who you You're, well, then y'all. I was telling y'all <laughs> 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 that, uh, that that I I I'm I haven't been disappointed yet with Mandalorian, and it's very rare that I see a show that I'm really. You know, I, I had a complaint about the Ahsoka Tana thing, but it wasn't a big complaint. Um, I'm interested to see if they do ever disappoint me, and when they do, if it's something that I even I'm just like, you know what, you guys are like 16 for 16 so far. So it's like MCU with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Like, I'll, I'll let that one have a pass because, you know, you're like 22 for 23 so far. So just we'll, we'll let that one go. You know, nobody gets everyone perfect. So I'm interested to see when they do mess up, if they do. But it looks like in the future, I mean, that they're doing a great job. Filoni is the man. You know, Fabro, they've got it. Um, well, here's, here's, here's the other thing, too. And, and there will there will come to a point where this series is going to end. No. Never. <laughs> it will. 
at that point. But again, that's why they've got all these other spinoff shows that are coming off either just from Star Wars or the supposed Mandalorian prequel spinoff at that point. So they're they're building this, but at some point, prequel it will end. end. If if Netflix, if Netflix has taught us anything, contracts and how things thing when you get past when you get up to year three, contracts start changing. That's so true. just be just be aware. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, y'all got anything else you want to point out about the Mandalorian about the Ahsoka Tano episode? We haven't talked about the newest episode that came out this morning as we're recording. Uh, if you want to, you can. I haven't watched it yet. I'll, 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 add, I'll, add, I'll add one caveat to that. This is right now the biggest thing that Disney Plus has going for it. We have we do not have any MCU. We do not have the other Star Wars shows. We don't sure. have anything else. So until that starts building, Mandalorian will still maintain a series order. There you go. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So. All right. Well, uh, if y'all want to, man, we'll end this segment. We'll go to the C block. We'll knock out some Star Trek stuff, and we'll get out of here. Sound good? Uh... Take an ad break. <laughs> yeah, that's I was going to say I'm going to do an ad break right before that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's go ahead and take an ad break, folks. Just like last time, we just picked the spots. Uh, they can't get kind of loud, so watch out. But we'll be right back. Sounds like a sounds like a pill. I'm going to take an ad break. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving an ad for the ad. <laughs> uh, all right, we're back. So check it out. We have one more thing to talk about tonight. Uh, Every month we try to, or excuse me, at least one week every month, generally the last week of the month or the first week of the month, uh, we try to cover a series of movies that we think is awesome. You know, we've gone through Lord of the Rings, we've gone through Indiana Jones, and right now we are currently on the Kelvin Timeline Star Trek movies. I love these movies. I've never been a Star Trek fan, but I love these movies, and I'm glad that we're covering them. However... In mine and Sarah's conversation the other day, we were talking about Ahsoka Tano and all the stuff that we had. She mentioned to me, hey, you got CBS All Access. You should check out Wrath of Khan before you uh, rewatch In the Darkness. Because I'm not going to lie, In the Darkness might be one of my top ten all, all-time favorite movies. Like, I love really? it. Wow. I've, I've never been a Star Trek fan, but <laughs> that I love this seen, movie huh? so much. I love it. So I told her, I was like, okay, cool. Like, because I've never seen Rathacon before. And that was where I got the surprise that, guess what? Spock dies in Rathacon. And Sarah told me, she's like, Spoilers. She, she's like, there's huge that differences. You don't know if you haven't seen it by now, sorry. <laughs> like, decades old movie, just right. in case. I mean, it's like, God. I mean, well, Sarah there goes me, my, was like, I was going to watch that in two years. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> But no, I, I'm I'm really glad you told me to watch that because it was one of those movies that when I was watching it, I was irritated when I had to get pulled away from it to go do something. And I didn't want to stop it. I was very interested in what happened next. It is an older movie, but I got past the like the older look of things, the the graphics, everything else. I got past that. The story was really good. I enjoyed the story. Now, Chris, you told me that uh, my homework assignment was to listen to I Love the Movie podcast with the mm-hmm. Wrath of Con review. Which I have not done yet because I wasn't driving today, but I will because I enjoy the movie and I want I want to hear that and I love Lisa's takes on things. Were you he on that one? Yes, I was on that. You one. were on that one. Okay, cool. So I'll definitely enjoy it then. Two people love every time she brought up, he said, "Dead bitch." Like, great, we got <laughs> we got a boy, man. Lisa, we we defend your honor and you know, right. against hey, Grace. Hey, hey, and let's also thank Lisa for becoming one of our new patrons. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, very oh, much. That's yes, so yes, nice. Thank, thank you. So you. Thank yes, you. Yes. Very much appreciate it. Hate my guts. Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw Wrath of Khan for the first time yesterday. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Maybe Star Trek is something that I didn't give a chance when I was younger that I probably should have. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> and see, that's why I'm a newbie with Star These Trek. These very Spock suckers will get you. Blame okay. it on your accent, Greg. It's okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but I did enjoy it. But we're not here to talk about it tonight. I just want to mention it. And I'll bring up some points while we're talking about this movie about how I, I saw things in, in Wrath of Khan that I saw in the first Star Trek Calvin timeline movie. I saw things in, uh, you know, it, it's cool how they tied certain storylines, certain things into different things. Uh, that I, and watching this, you're right, Sarah. It made me appreciate uh, In the Darkness, you know, a lot more just because I have more knowledge of it now. Now, I still like In the Darkness more than, than Wrath of Khan. I think that goes without saying. I, I have no nostalgia to, to Wrath of Khan, and you're comparing a movie that came out in what, 79? 82. 82. Okay. I knew it was real close to that. 82, which is still older than me, um, a long time ago. So. You know, I'm, I'm obviously not going to like it as much, I don't think. Uh, and I did, and I like the story, but not the story as much as I did uh, in the darkness. But I'm really glad you told me that I should watch that because it did give me a perspective with some Star Trek stuff. It was cool to see the things they changed and the things they, uh, you know, kept in the movie, the stuff they paid homage to. I like that. But into darkness, Sarah, I'm going to start with you with this one. You're a, the, you know, huge Trekkie here. So mm-hmm. what uh, what do you think about this movie in the darkness? Oh, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, I love I like the Kelvin timelines because, you, you know, the original series characters, you know, Kirk, you know, Spock. But I love the fact that it's a separate timeline. So that's why when when I suggested watch Wrath of Khan, because it's so similar, you could almost argue that Into Darkness is a a retelling of Wrath of Khan. Um, because, but if you JJ look at Abrams it, Abrams is not known for his fresh ideas. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but that's saying. the thing about it. You have to think about it. It's, it's a separate timeline. So you're going a different direction. So that's why, you know, there's one scene that's flipped. And because I remember the first time I saw it in theaters, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, I, I recognize this. You know, this is like basically a verbatim scene is just switched. And of course my husband's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Because I actually, we, he and I actually watched Rathacon before I got on here tonight. And, um, you know, and even he was like, yeah, I see what you're talking about now. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Now I will say I like, um, Benedict Cumberbatch's con a lot better, but I mean, he was a lot more sinister shall we say? <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, yeah, yeah. He's a little more. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, it's, but it's really the same bare bones. Um, and that's what, I think that's what I really enjoyed about it because I do like Wrath of Khan. It is one of my favorites. Um, it is a really cool story and to see it retold in a different way, especially with those characters, just like, I love Chris Pine as Kirk. I love Zachary Quinto as Spock. I mean, I, I think they're fantastic. They, they, they really embody the character. So it's like you still feel like it's Kirk and Spock. But, I mean, like I said, it's a separate timeline. So I look at it. I try not to compare it too much to the old thing, old story. And I try to see it as new. But it's still cool that you're like, okay, I get this to where 
this these events are still happening like this this is happening and this is happening basically at the same time but it's just different outcomes yeah so but that's what i like about the kelvin movies i think it's really cool (laughs) and scotty oh my gosh simon Pegg is oh he's fantastic i mean i love james Doonan because he's he's awesome too but i swear i think i like simon Pegg better he's just so I just yeah. love him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. With the exception of uh, of Chekhov, I think I liked every character in the Calvin timeline, the actors, better than the older ones. But I could see where they were pulling that from. I could see them imitating these characters. Uh, it, it was really fun. I, I have a question, though. Uh, what is – and, Sarah, I sent you a message about it last night. Uh, I'm going to go back because I can't exactly Are you talking remember. talking about Savick? Yes. Okay. Savick. I- what is the deal with that? Because I feel like in the in the Calvin timeline movies, they replaced her with uh, Kelvin. Aurora. Kelvin. No, Aurora's still there. No, she's still there, but her role in Wrath of Khan oh, is horror. really small. <laughs> and in and in Into Darkness, it's a much bigger role. Plus, wasn't Savick and Spock intimate, or they were the ones who were together in this original timeline, whereas... Aurora and Spock were the ones who were together yeah, in this look, new look one. Look at these two professionals just knowing the shit out of you right now. No, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Not, I'm, not, 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 not in this movie. Not in this movie. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just don't feel like I saw Savick in the 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 in darkness very much. Did I did I miss that? Like I don't really think her character was there. I mean, she that was that was just a totally different character that was unto Rathacon because she was what a what was she a lieutenant or something? I mean she was like a newbie she basically. Was the next because, in line to be captain. Because she started out with the um oh gosh, I just had it, the Mariachi um Kobayashi Maru. Yes. I was always And I t- recognized that reference. I sent you that <laughs> message when I saw it. I was like, I you got that know, reference. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I mean it's she's just a character in there because I mean they always kind of played off the Vulcans as being so Vulcans, you know, it's like non-humans, you know, green-blooded, non-human, blah, 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 as Bones would say, but still. <laughs> but, I mean, Into Darkness, it just kind of went its own way because the char- a lot of the um, personalities of the characters are a little bit different, especially Uhura, because really in the original series, Uhura didn't have that much of a presence. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was there, but, I mean, it was just, it took a while for her to really come in to anybody in essence, noticing her. Um, and it's kind of sad to say that. But in the Kelvin timeline, yeah, obviously, Uhura has a lot more because I remember the first time I saw the the, the first movie, first Kelvin movie, and, you know, and you see that and you're like, oh, hold on a second. Did I did I just see that? What What's going on here? Spock and Uhura? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Was I wrong though? Wasn't didn't they hint at a romantic relationship with with uh, Savick and, and Spock in this one where they talked about there, no, was, there, was some, was, there was something I, I saw, and I was like, wait Vulcans. a second. It was just that trying to understand humans, because especially Kirk and how Kirk was so Kirk. Because they didn't have a conversation. She was just like, this is the first time I met him. He's just so human. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Very yeah, illogical. I, I, I could have sworn I heard something that said something about that hinted at romanticism between the two, but I could be wrong. Maybe I was just looking for it, but I thought it was funny. The the weirdest thing that got me was they called her Mr. Savick. And I get that when I looked it up too, because I was like, why did they call her Mr.? You know? And it was like, oh, because it's a 
It's a uh, military formal mm-hmm. way of doing. No, it's not. No, it is not. In Whenever the Federation, I, I, was in the, I was in the military. <laughs> you call a female ma'am who is an officer. Whenever there's a warrant officer who is the only person you would call Mister, you call the female Mrs. or or, or ma'am. Sure it's not a Navy like, thing. No, it's not a ma- well. I mean, maybe That's what I'm in saying the, it's a, it's a Navy thing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. It's maybe it a Federation yeah. space fleet thing, Greg. Maybe. I think maybe. you're missing the fact. I, I go, in, in the army, yes, no you're not going to say that. Before, okay, like they go the final frontier. I mean, there I don't is know how just many things no point in calling her Mister. It doesn't make any sense. It looks weird. It throws Greg, me off. This is 2020. No, no, this no. is 2020. You can call her whatever she wants. She can be called whatever she wants. Stop hmm. it. And that's what I thought. Yesterday, I was like, "Wow, was this movie like forty years ahead of its time?" <laughs> I really thought that. I was like, "Holy crap!" But I had to look it up. Very yesterday thinking, Greg. It, it, oh. It's it's dating back to a while. I'm not saying the Navy still did it. It's one of those old style ways of how it used to be in the Navy. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know Navy stuff. It was me in Army stuff. I know that, but I don't know Navy stuff. So. But you don't but hear it, any of the other movies, though. If that's true, that's effing weird. I'm sorry. It makes no sense. It's effing weird. Is that so. stupid with a capital R? That's effing with a capital F. Think about you. Yeah. But all right. So some points about this movie y'all loved. Um, I want to know what's y'all's favorite scene of this movie. Somebody else go. Chris, Sarah. I'm thinking. Come on, Trekker. Cause I, cause I, cause I, cause I do. I, I've, said this before i mean this movie gets a lot of hate and I like um i really i do really enjoy it i think part of the hate is jj abrams saying no there's no he, benedict mm-hmm. cumberbatch is not con I mean, right. yeah. but but, here, but here's the other thing in wrath of con it leaked that spock was going to die and so what happened was <sighs> two two things they changed the opening to the Kobayashi Maru to throw people off because oh. if you remember in the end of Kobayashi Maru, Spock dies, and so that was done to throw everyone off of the scent that Spock quote unquote died. And then when it they started realizing also that it was if Spock was really going to die, the studio leaked that oh he's coming back. So people were going into this movie knowing he was going to oh, come man. back, right? Which I think is kind of a spoiler, right? No, I, mean, it I can't believe that I can't believe that in 1946 they were letting leaks out like that. You know, 46. No, nah, I'm being facetious. <laughs> I'm just being an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. No, I, I can't believe the movie that old with no social media and the internet internet not around then that there were leaks about. There were so many letters being written. People got on there. Yeah. People on the wire. Who Nicholas delivered that? Operator. USPS. Baby. Put me through it. I got to talk about this. Right, we, we we can blame the postal service for those leaks. Morse code, Greg, you have no idea. There were ten cans of strings. I would say it's carrier pigeons. I I like probably I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I mm-hmm. think he did an amazing job in this movie. The revelation, his story, talking about who he is and th- what he's been doing. Just that booming voice. Like, you know it's Benedict Cumberbatch at that point. But I think the one that sent chills down my spine was when 
Spock called Spock and told the story. And when he asked, saying, did you ever fight someone named Khan? He said, I told you I was never going to tell you about the past. You you make your own destiny. However, Khan Noonien Singh was one of the most deadliest enemies that the Enterprise and her crew have ever faced. And Mm -hmm. then when he said, did you defeat him? Yes. At At great great cost. That's right. That great cost. And that's what I was looking for in Wrath of Khan. I was look I was wondering what that great cost was gonna be. Like because I remember that line specifically. You're right. It's a great scene, man. And I have something to say about that, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Anybody else got one you thought of? Now I did like when he was on the um bridge of the was it the dreadnought class? And it's it's mm-hmm. like when he was just saying what he was saying to Kirk and it's just a menace in his face. I mean, his he his mouth like curled up like a Grinch. I mean, it was mm-hmm. crazy. It was just like, I mean, at that, I mean, I have a lot of favorite scenes, but I mean, at that point, you know, you're just like this dude. Okay, how are you guys gonna get out of this one? Because mm-hmm. this is, <laughs> yeah. this is like your own Kobayashi Maru. Because I don't know if you're gonna win this one. No win so, scenario. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I think that was just you know great for. Cumberbatch because he was just so at that point just so menacing just like such a fantastic villain because you know it was always like you knew he was a villain but yet he was still trying to help but then it was like and it's like what Kirk said he's like is he helping us he's like no I think we're more so helping helping him exactly yeah I do want to point out I love that about Wrath of Khan that when Kirk tells everybody how he defeated the Kobashi Maru that's the way they reenacted it in uh, like they did the exact same thing in uh, uh, in the darkness, and I love they paid the respect to that because there are things they changed, but that's cool they kept that the same. You know, as somebody it, who just it, realized it, it for the first time, it, it's one of those that goes down in history. Like that's how it should go down, you know, because right. it fits the personality. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, yeah. There's no way why you would change it because it just like that's who Kirk is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, Kirk, he doesn't he doesn't like to lose. He's no, like, I don't believe, I don't believe in no-win situations. I, I, that's right. I don't like to lose. <laughs> Nathan, you got a favorite scene? Oh, man, I, Chris kind of stole mine. Like I said, I'm not like a, Sorry. as big as big a fan as these two are. But like you, Greg, I love the Kelvin timeline movies. I think they're really well done. I, I just like the overall character. Like the whole team dynamic, they just feel kind of like a, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a family from a ship. But like I like like Chris said, I really like what Spock, and just like the seriousness he puts in his voice when he tells him, you know, but I will tell you that he was the most deadly, or one of the most deadly villains that we, you know what I mean, and just mm-hmm. like, you know, and then the look on the other Spock's face when he kind of read like, oh shit, like take these <laughs> words to heart. And you know what I mean, and he just like, uh, God, what's the other scene where Kirk just pummeling and beating the shit out of him, and he's just like staring at him, letting him hit him, he's like, you feel better. You know, like letting him wear himself out, I'm like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! I have two scenes. Uh, one is my favorite scene to watch. Like I watch it over and over. And the other one is no, the only no. one that probably makes me cry. Like I don't. I don't makes me want to cry. At least I don't cry at movies. I don't like. I I feel that tug at my heart sometimes, but I don't really get. And I'll start with that. The 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 Kirk dying scene. Uh, and and then that I've seen Wrath of Khan, I see the reverse of that, and I, and I almost felt it a little bit in in Wrath of Khan watching it, but I don't care what it is. Every single time I see that scene, it tugs at my heart. It's like, oh, go ahead and cry. 
Let a tear out. Go ahead and cry. You know you don't want to see him die. Let him him cry. You know? (laughs) I love, love, love that scene. So well acted out. It's so well written. So well done. Just just a great job on every actor. Everybody who did that part. And then I love the Spock after that scene. Him fighting Khan on the little Mm -hmm. transport or taxi or whatever it is. I fucking love that scene. It's a great fight scene. And honestly, for me... I feel like that if I was in that kind of situation, that's exactly how I'd be. I don't give a fuck. I'm fuck. going in there, and I may get Nate Robinson. I, I really <laughs> may. I may We're throwing you Robinson, over the guardrail. But I'm going in there, and I am I'm throwing every fucking thing I've got at you, and, and I'm going to try to kill you. Or I'm gonna try, I mean, and honestly, he would have killed him, mm-hmm. you know? Well, so, I think Spock kind of let his human hang out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he does still have that human side. He let his human hang out a little bit. Is that slang in Star Wars streets? He just let his human hang out? Because he's half human, half Vulcan. Mm-hmm. So he always fights with both sides. Mm-hmm. So And that's what's always interesting because it seems like, because Kirk is so emotional and he's so human. Mm-hmm. So whenever he can always pull out those emotions from Spock, because even when you see the older Spock, um, you see the way he is, he's not as closed off as he was when he was younger. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he let his human emotions kind of mm-hmm. ride a little bit. And I think that just came along with he and Kirk's relationship. That's why it was so interesting with the Kelvin timelines to see how their relationships, their friendship blossomed because you knew kind of previous how Kirk and Spock got along. Right. I mean, even when you throw Bones in there as well. Um, I think Carl Urban does a fantastic job because he really, I mean, he embodies the character. Oh. I, I've got one more. Good. Speaking okay. of Bones. <laughs> Sulu takes the captain's chair and he says, I will, you know, yes. if you do not comply, I will unleash the payload of the entire starship. Please. Do not try me. Yeah, leans over yes. and says, "And this is after Susan. Yeah. This is after Bones had said to Kirk that this kid you're going to have him take. Said, yeah, I think he could do fine." Is like Mr. Sulu, remind me never to piss you off. Right? Yeah, <laughs> such a great speech. Yeah, and, I love Sulu's. Oh, such a great speech. And he does such a good job at you know seeing see, seeing the actor. I think it's Frank Cho. John Cho, isn't it? John Cho. John Cho. John Cho. Okay. Um. He does such a great honoring the legacy of George Takai and what he did for that part. George Takai. Every time I see him, all I can think about is Hello. Yogurt Land. Yogurt Land. Like, I don't know <laughs> oh why. My. Yo- yogurt oh Land. My. Oh, my. It's like, either jo- I always get it wrong. Either George Takai or George Takai. I think it's Takai. Uh, yeah, I'm George not sure what it is. Takai. I know, I know the character. In every- yogurt Land. Every time. It's so crazy. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, man, but... No, I agree, dude. That, that that scene is great. I love that speech. There's so many good things about this movie, man. Like, I don't know why this movie stands out for me, but it's one of those ones that every time it's on, I'm going to watch it. It's a Forrest Gump for me. It's a Batman versus Superman. <laughs> every time it's on, I'm going to watch it. No matter what I'm doing, I'll put it on in the background. I love this movie. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just. I, I I think I have a thing with Chris Pine. Like, I love Chris Pine as an actor. And I think that seeing that like you, crush? It's maybe it, it may be it may be like my Will Smith, my Tom Hanks, you know, man crush. Like you totally no matter what I see him in, I, I love him in, in this. You know, I think he's a great actor. I think he portrayed the role really well. And once again, I didn't have a background of, 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 of Star Trek. 
and what I could compare it to. But this made me love Star Trek. Like, it really did. It made me want to watch more. It made me, like, once again, this is one of my top ten probably favorite movies of all time. Like, I love, love, love this movie. You know? Mm -hmm, Now, mm -hmm. I can't say as much for the next one with Rimka. (laughs) Well, they say that true Trek fans love that one the most. Exactly. Exactly. Which is why I feel like I may not be a true Trek fan. But Mm -hmm. I do really love this movie. Uh, everything about it. Um, I'm trying to think. E- e- even down from to to the watching um, Wrath of Khan and seeing what is the doctor's name? The one who has the son with Kirk. Carol. And- Mar- Carol that's Marcus. Carol. That's Carol Marcus. That's they Carol just Marcus. changed her okay. part for for yeah. Khan. I mean, from had Khan a, to Darkness. Had a role in in Into Darkness, but not the same kind of role. I thought it was right. cool they tied that in there like that. They just did a great job, man. I could see both of these movies and enjoy both of them for the stories that they are and, and just you know, have a good time watching like love in the darkness. It, it's, it's an interesting comparison. Cause I remember when you had said, you, you know, I, I kind of knew you'd like into darkness more than Khan at that point. It's two different types of movies in the sense of, mm-hmm. and I told you it's not nostalgia per se. This is a crew that's gone through a lot when it comes to wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. That movie is about age and getting older. Mm-hmm. And are you still doing this? Is because he Kirk even says tells Spock mm-hmm. or tells tells McCoy, he says, you know, we're getting this new crew. Shouldn't we? I said gallivanting around the galaxies for the young, you know, yep. and, and it's Kirk wrestling with the idea. He's an admiral. Mm-hmm. He's given up the chair. And even Spock call, tells him, calls him out and said, you, that was your mistake. You should not have accepted promotion. And McCoy says it too. He says, yeah. you, sh- you know, you, you should look into doing this yeah. because that's what you're, you're before and, you get too old to do it. That's where you should so be. So you have a yeah. movie that's built with wrestling with age, death, and a whole different, and, and a group of characters that have a lot of meaning and have gone through a lot that people know and see. And then we have, you know, the Kelvin timeline. Mm-hmm. Younger crew haven't necessarily yet the characters mean something it's not necessarily because people know of the names and things like that so they carry some interesting weight with them but not the same so but we've got a young we've got younger and so when we look at into darkness it's a different type of uh, of issue it's like the ultimate under, fantastic it, four what's that it's like the ultimate version of the fantastic four y- yeah i mean it's it's that but you know, Pine Pike calls, you know, basically uh, Kirk out saying like, you know, you, you've somehow gotten away with everything. You somehow discarded mm-hmm. by it. That's like you have never faced the true no win scenario. You have never faced death. You have never faced it where your crew is entirely on the line and you have to figure out what the way out is. And, and so when you see Kirk make the sacrifice. Mm hmm. Two pro the, my one problem with it is it didn't land as much for me because I didn't think they had the guts to really truly kill him. Right. Mm-hmm. So that not and, and knowing well, about and, the and Star- they they preluded they that at the beginning of the sh- of the movie with the uh, whatever uh, the McCoy had that had the revival the tribal like yeah I I knew when they saw that I was like okay that's an Easter egg for later on in the movie yes. we're gonna see what happens but yeah. It, but but even even without that, like I said, like I'm sorry, they just don't have the guts to fully kill Kirk. I'm sorry, they just they, it wasn't not that. When you're paying what Chris they, Pine that money, of course not. Yeah, 
<laughs> and even some background on Rathic Khan, Leonard Nimoy wanted out. He wanted, he, really? he was not, yeah. He well, wanted, I mean, because they had already gone through the series, you know, the television series. So you had all holes. that. Yeah. It wasn't like you just started, you know, with the Kelvin movies. It's a, like, that was the start. Yeah. He wrote a book called I Am Not Spock to basically mm-hmm. detail how much he is not that character. And then later on, way later, book, I am Spock. He, he wrote a book. Like, I, but it's again, he even deals with that in that book about how his wrestling with that idea. But he yeah. he was not that movie had to be a lot of people had to be convinced to do Wrath of Khan yeah. at that point. But uh, when but when Kirk dies, yeah, put it does land, JK, it, JK, it, I hate him again. <laughs> it does. It does land. But. I think it's just because the characters themselves, because they're newer, they're younger, they just don't carry the same gravitas as the other ones at that as Wrath of Khan. Well, a lot of I think the Kelvin timeline too; those characters, because I think that kind of does pull on nostalgia. Because you know, even though these are different, they're younger, but you still know who the character is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I mean, now, you still have the history of the original characters. So sometimes that a little bit has been, and I mean, I even catch myself doing it, just pulling the history and placing it on them. So that's why sometimes I have to kind of pull myself back and look at it for something new, as like you know, like a new timeline. Yeah, and I and I think again, I think it more doesn't land just because I didn't think they had the guts to really kill Kirk. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, not 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 in a second movie. Now if they tried to do that in the third movie. I might yeah. have bought it a little bit more than just the yeah. second movie. It's just like, you should have maybe tried to pull that one in a third movie than a second movie. Yeah. So if they would have killed Kirk in this one and like killed him, killed him, and then made the next movie the search for Kirk, would you have been <laughs> would would it have been better? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It, it, okay. it, it would have been interesting just to see. You know, again, I, I, I I've enjoyed the Kelvin timeline. I like we said we come to. I, I hate. What, what has happened, you know, a- after the movie and everything like that? So, if it was a space dinosaur instead of a space whale, would that movie be better? <laughs> well, speaking of space Dude, dinosaurs, what did space, you guys, but... What did you think of the Klingons? What did you think of the look of the Klingons? Because you know, you have the ones from the next gotta generation. Love the, gotta love the the the, the little piercing. Yeah, the piercing. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull some old school Star Trek knowledge I have here. Oh, there we go. Worf. Is mm-hmm. a Klingon, right? Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Are you Nailed kidding it. me? I, I know who that character is. Now. Sarah's like, got her but that's next generation, already. right? Yes, next that's next generation. Two for two. Well, see, what's so funny is the original Nailed series. End of show, everyone. Klingons. Greg's walking away. Greg's right. walking away. Right. 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 In the original series, what's so weird, continue. the Klingons were like brown face. They just had the brown paint. And so, and so when you came to, well, I mean, they didn't have a whole lot of prosthetics. I mean, the best thing you had was like the Gorns and the big-headed dudes, whatever they were. And then we came to Next Generation. I mean, there has been uh, evolution of the Klingons and what they look like. But then you go to Discovery. And they've discount. totally changed oh, oh, oh. those well, Klingons. Don't don't ruin like the darkness. We're not talking about this. Well, sorry, not well, discovery. But I'm just I'm just talking about just. Movie? Well, maybe Sarah. Maybe it's like Beyond. Star Wars, and you know they Beyond have Jawas, Star, and yeah. they have off-world Jawas. Maybe these are just off-world Klingons. And you then, know what I mean? Not the Klingon <laughs> homeworld. It's Kronos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, they didn't grow up on like the planet next door where they're like, yeah, that's our cousins. They're kind of weird, but we're, we're not family. talking about bon- we're not talking about Romulans and Vulcans. <laughs> we're not talking about them. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what I'll say is I do really enjoy that flip. You know, I said like Rathacon's about age. 
this mm-hmm. is a ba- this is a nice little nuance in, in oh, real world is it, about <laughs> federation and, and and they call it out several oh, times Scott, so Scotty stupid. calls it out Scotty calls it out Spock calls it out we're not military we're right. explorers mm-hmm. and you've got Marcus Admiral Marcus you know knowing and pleading that we he even says it we're already at the war with Klingons. Yeah, we're not really, but it's going to happen. I mean, yeah. you even see in the models, when you watch them go by, you see the Dreadnought class. You uh-huh. see it right there. It's it's basically another Easter egg saying, hey, this is what's coming. So yeah, hold yeah. on. So it's a really cool, it's a really cool political thing in, in that sense. It's like, it's a different thing. A, this is about, our, can we do both? Can we do diplomacy and war? What is the future of the Federation? Mm-hmm. Can we be explorers and be military? Yes and no. Did Star Wars steal Dreadnought from Star Trek? Uh, I think Dreadnought is just a class of like ship, type like, of battleship. Okay, our yeah, military is used, yeah, Dreadnought right class. Is gonna say. Yeah, Dreadnought. <laughs> I had to look it up. Yep. It's a it's a heavy overcoat of storm of armor on stormy weather. So or a type of battleship introduced I've in the twentieth century. Heavy armor on a stormy day. <laughs> 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 and a Cumberbatch say Dreadnought class. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. It was a badass ship, now. It was, it was, oh it yeah. Was pretty... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was. Next to the Enterprise E, that's kind of my favorite ship. <laughs> All right. All right. And you know what's funny is I, I was never a Star Trek fan. Young as I was growing up, because my 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 stepdad always Boring. always told me Star Wars is way better. Star Trek is stupid. Don't watch it. So I never did. Okay. However, I used to draw spaceships, and mm-hmm. I look at them now, like the the pictures I have when I was younger, looks just like Star Trek ships. Like I used to draw all kinds of spaceships just out of my mind, and I can see them in Star Trek. I was like, okay, cool. I could have been an artist of Star Trek, you know, comics or. <laughs> animated or whatever they have i could have done that yeah so i, lo- I love drawing ships like that but uh but yeah th- this movie once again it's, it's one of my favorite movies i don't know why i just i just couldn't watch it over and over again it's my favorite of the three uh it's it's three one two for or excuse me two one three for me the next one is not as uh as glorious and unfortunately, the next one is the only one that I saw in theaters because after the first two, I was like, I've got to see the third one in theaters. So upset that was the only one. Okay, I saw remember what I said. So remember, upset about that. Greg, remember what I said about Wrath of Khan being a struggle with age and being a struggle yeah. of what to do next. Go into this movie with that idea of what's next. Just, just. Just let that, set, let, that, let that settle that. and kind of it. think about that. I'm not saying it's going to completely change your opinion, but it is mm-hmm. a way to think about this movie. Right. And, and the next movie is not a terrible movie. I don't hate it. It just was my least favorite. It's just of the, the weakest movie. in the trilogy right. for you. Right. right. There's a lot right. going on. There's a lot going on. <laughs> a lot going a on. A lot going on. Yeah. So. You got to pay attention to that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't have that oh, in the so background. Weird. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, a lot of new characters introduced. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in that movie that is just like, if you're not a Star Trek fan, this is where it starts to break off. Where I feel like you need to have some Star Trek knowledge into this one to to, to know what's going on. But there's new characters in this one, right? In the next one, well, yeah, we're gonna talk about the next one. As far as knowledge, I think by the third one, it's kind of like its own stuff. Okay. Yeah. It may make reference. It does make reference in Easter eggs for those of us that do know, but you don't need to know that going into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Us filthy uh, casuals will be just fine. 
That's right. That's right. Uh, well, all right. Is there anything else y'all wanted to point out about this Into Darkness movie? I would highly recommend it for everybody. So uh, I would just like to compliment the uh, extreme beauty of Zoe Saldana because, oh my God, Jesus, I'm in love with that woman. On my, on my top five just. On my top five list, yes. Like, I mean, I uh, hate to be one of those guys who use that corny pickup line, but did it hurt when you fell no. from heaven? You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> God damn, that woman is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Woman is set for life. Avatar, Star Trek, and oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're done. She, she is you, you could literally yeah. just do whatever you want. Independent just from now on, your money, retired. your checks are she, in the bank. She does a movie with Mark Ruffalo. I can't remember where I saw it at. It never at theaters. It was some kind of movie. It's a romantic comedy with her and Mark Ruffalo. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, great movie. Great. I can't remember, I can't remember the name of it. I probably shouldn't have brought, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. brought it up. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought it up. But uh, push through. Movie with Mark Ruffalo. It's a romantic comedy. It's a great movie. I love seeing her. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that had to do with After Guards of the Galaxy or the whole MCU thing. They probably got together and did that. But it was a great movie. Um, love Zoe Saldana, man. Great actress. <sighs> Love Chris Pine, uh, love um, Carl Urban. Like, like there, there are so many actors in this that I just thought were great. I don't know what they're going to do in the future about Chekhov. Oh, just mm, it's yeah. such a tragic story, and yes. oh my gosh. Uh, but you know, they recasted uh, Savick after the first movie, after uh, Wrath of Khan. So I'm sure they can recast. This is you know, different. And that it is. They it said is. At the time, now granted, this has been years ago, but at the time, they said that they did not want to. Dis- what was the, what was his name? I want to say like Anton, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin. Yeah. Okay. Yelchin. Yeah. Like they said, they didn't want to dishonor his memory or the legacy he left behind in these three movies, so they weren't going to do that. They would find a way to. They could just introduce maybe, a new character. Maybe, maybe write him out. Yeah, and promote somebody or or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, but that's been years ago now, and things have changed. Mm-hmm. They might come out with just be like, we don't care, or they might still stick. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that. I remember that being that's associated with his death. If they go back to the it, Great point. Great point. If they go back. Yeah. Well, start, the whole franchise needs to get something together, because even when these movies came out, they sucked at marketing. I mean, they had ample opportunity to really market these movies because which one came out around the 50th anniversary beyond was the most offensive it came out at the 50th and nothing yeah i mean they did nothing with it yeah so i mean it was like okay so i don't really know i would obviously i would love to see more um you know i've seen you know we kind of discussed this you know a few months ago what was it like Mm. august maybe or first of the year is about the last time that you really heard any discussion about august it, so. and the first of the year are way different well i can't remember if it was <laughs> so, okay. like it was, know, august. Like it was august yeah okay. so you know i was trying to search to find if there's like been any talk any discussion i mean i know there's one thing talking about um what was it chris pine and what was there another actor that they were trying to get the hemsworth, money right hemsworth was coming back it was going to be a time yeah travel. that's right it was going to be that's a time be travel. Travel. Right. that'd be cool yeah it was those two yeah. so say so they were talking about like, they couldn't get the money right and they couldn't you know and there was like a script thrown out here and there was like another one that so i mean there was a lot of chatter about it but nothing ever really stuck right. so i mean honestly i don't know if it ever will i mean I would love to, but you know, you know, like the way everything is right now, it, I I don't know. I, I you know, there's probably like a ten percent hope out there. <laughs> okay. But 
I, I just don't know. I mean, they just have to figure out how to reboot it or throw something out there that's a little bit stronger because they just kind of just really dropped the ball as far as, you know, marketing and trying to get, you know, get it out there. So I don't know if there's really any interest, honestly. I mean, I hate to say that because, you know, it's one of my favorite franchises. Right. Well, let me ask you, uh, as a huge Star Trek fan, would you rather see another Calvin Timeline movie or a movie tied in with the ones we have before, or at least in a Star Trek movie, something, something that recognizes this franchise or another season of Discovery. God, eighty-something Bill Shatner coming back. Oh boy, like you watching him break a hip on. I the mean, I'm really, well, I don't I'm mean really Bill loving Discovery. I'm really loving Discovery. I know we hadn't really talked about this season a lot. The cards out there going. Or, or, or the cards. <gasps> well, yeah, yeah. Card, you think I mean, that this this franchise has a better future? I think so. Streaming with on on the so. small screen, and then okay. maybe maybe working towards a big screen movie. How, how, how about this? I said it with Picard. I'll say it again. I Let's love stop going determined. to the past. Let's stop going to the past. No. Let's bring the Enterprise to the future and see the future of the Federation with the Enterprise, whatever, EFG, whatever, and bring on a new crew because it's the Enterprise that is the ship of Star Trek, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all dates back to Star Trek at that point. But I would, I would like to see if they could... Again, I'm fine with the past. I'm fine with different timelines and things like that. But I want to see them saying, we're going to challenge this. We're going to put it forward. We're going to see what happens in the future of the Federation and move forward. Well, it's funny you say it because, like I said, with Discovery, I mean, it's totally, it's almost like it's rebuilding. It's a new what if, they, what if they go to the future and they come up right to the part where the Death Star blows up and they go, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just, what, uh, that's just what how part of their future is. It's all in the same universe and just blow everybody's mind. Like, whoa! Yeah. You know, they jump over two thousand years and they jump right to where the Death Star blows up and they go, "What is happening?" Yeah, what if Star Wars is a long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away, and Star Trek is right now in a galaxy far? <laughs> yes, <away>. exactly. <laughs> now you're just playing. Now you're trying to play four dimensional chess. Uh. <laughs> so no, I, I mean, I, ask I you, just think this. I think the streaming. I think. I think that would be more. It's been more effective because I think mm-hmm. you can tell more of the story and I think you can get more people involved with it as versus trying to throw out a feature film. Um, because like I said, Picard, it was Picard was awesome. Um, it, you know, took that story of you want to see where Picard was after the end of Next Generation. And even with Discovery, I mean, Discovery's throwing, you know, talking about everything is valid. Um and even throwing lower decks in there, even though it's animated. I mean, you know, I, that's I another. You, would you like to see a live action lower decks? No. 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 I, no. I, I like it the way it is. They've got the okay. Orville and right. Space Force but and all this other it, garbage. It is fun. It's a fun here's show. Another, yeah. Here's another problem, though. CBS All Access has a huge marketing problem. They're getting ready to rebrand. It's going to be going, let's see if this sounds familiar. Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. All right. No, CBS All Access is not the like it's got a lot of great stuff on there. Mm-hmm. No, not many people know anything Paramount's, about it. Paramount's it is not well, the only time they marketed it was with Picard, Picard and Discovery. That's about the only ones that you really you can tell them marketed on. I mean, yeah, I mean, but they have like they have the the Good Fight, you know, the spinoff of the Good Wife and things like that. It has some great stuff, but it's just mm-hmm. it, it's almost the like the forgotten wife. about. It's mm-hmm. it's, the, it's oh. the forgotten about. It's the forgotten oh about God. kind of streaming app and that's one of the reasons they're rebranding it but it's again it's another marketing problem like yeah you have star trek but us star trek fans know 
there might be some new mainstream that's picked it up for uh, just on the off chance they're using they're using the app for other things, but it's not a hugely popular app. I mean, they don't really have a whole lot of movies. I mean, basically, it's a lot of just like the series. You know, if you want well, to catch up on the series, and, that's why they're rebranding. Yeah. Now that Paramount and Viacom have, come, have now mended their fences at that point. Now they can really have full access. So we'll nice. see what the rebranding comes next year. But that's part of the problem with CBS. I like that. That's why you, you know you're saying mm-hmm. streaming is the way it's going to be for Star Trek for a little bit. They've got to find a way to get out there and get new people to get into these shows because right. it's, it's not going to Star Trek will not pick up uh, the idea of another film unless these things start gaining even more wider appeal outside of, oh, yeah, Enterprise, Kirk. Yeah, I think I know something about that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, because like Next Generation, I mean, it was that was on a well way before the streaming service. But I mean, you know, that was network TV because, I mean, that's when I first saw it. You know, it was, you know, a weekly um, show and it's like the next generation movies i like those i mean there's some that are better than others just like a lot of the um books i've read nine times out of ten they they pick off where nemesis ends um because first contact that's one of my favorites mm-hmm. but then again it's almost kind of like a history lesson as well right. too so <laughs> i mean right. that's but um like nemesis that was the first time i had ever had any access or introduction to tom hardy so before he was Bane, he was Shinzon. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, those those are some cool, cool movies, too, because, I mean, mm-hmm. they give a lot of, that's the next generation. That's Picard. That's Riker. That's Data and Troy and, you know, all those. That ties into Picard. So that mm-hmm. makes, you know, Picard makes a little more sense with that one if you don't have the, you know, the history. Mm-hmm. But, but I just feel like a, a series, whether... It's CBS All Access or Paramount Plus or, you know, whatever. I just feel like that's a better platform for Star Trek to take off versus throwing a feature film or like another Kelvin film out there. Right. Right. I agree. So, Even though I love the Kelvin films, I think I'd like to see a more story driven plot uh, that you can get from a uh, streaming service or a show than a movie. Because, uh, and maybe it's because the last movie I saw I was a little disappointed in. Not that mm-hmm. I disliked it, but it just wasn't what I expected. I think I walked into uh, the first Star Trek movie in the Calvin <laughs> timeline, uh, not knowing I was gonna, what to expect. And the worst part about that was Eric Bana being a villain. Oh, uh, the man. second movie, yeah, he's horrible in that. I'm sorry. He, he's horrible <laughs> yeah, in that. He, I don't yeah. care what people say. Eric Bana is horrible in that role. I'll agree on that uh, one. <laughs> yeah. And then the second movie I ended up loving. So the third movie I was a little, I had, I had high expectations going in. Yeah. They were a little tempered based on what I saw, but I still enjoy what I saw. You know, mm-hmm. I think that this <clears throat> franchise could 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 uh, really, really uh, I keep wanting to say profit, but it's not profit could do well mm-hmm. from um, having a more fleshed out TV series that's accessible to people who want who have more than CBS all access, mm-hmm. uh, like maybe something that you know, younger people watch like Netflix or Amazon prime or even HBO max in the future. I don't think there's a lot of kids out there raving to have CBS all access. So I think it's part, that's part of their problem. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, if you don't know it's there, I mean, you're, you know, there's just no marketing. I mean, there's just no marketing for it. Mm -hmm. And I think they're kind of missing the boat on that one. Mm -hmm. But I think probably once Picard starts back up next season or next year, I'm assuming they're still going to do it next, next year. You know, maybe you'll see a little bit more about it. Um, You know, you still, and like I said, it's still peppered, you know, Discovery's still kind of peppered around. But, um, 
I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll just see. I mean, the whole the world's a little different right now, so maybe things will kind of change for the better for a lot of That's things. True. That's true. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in the future. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, this is the point where I ask you, is there anything else about Into Darkness that you want to point out, talk about, or uh, debate? Yeah, good. Good. All right. So we agree it's a fantastic movie. Folks, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. We didn't go into a lot of details about a lot of uh, scenes in this movie. We just talked about some of the things we liked. So I would highly recommend if you haven't seen this, which you probably are not listening to this if you haven't seen it. But uh, if you haven't seen it, go check out Into Darkness. And if you have seen it. You've tuned out a long time ago. You don't even know this is happening. Go check it out again. it's, It's a great movie, man. One of my all time favorites. I love this movie. Sarah, I'm so glad that we could cover this. I know you're a huge Star Trek fan. I wanted to get this for you. Indiana Jones for Chris. We've done Star Wars for Nathan. Next, we're doing The Green Lantern for me. No, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's, it's going to be out there. There's not enough Green Lantern movies yet. But um, yeah. Oh, you get, some an- you get some animated, you know. Yeah, that's true. You get some we're going to trash and, and, Arrow for and eight pretty soon, pretty soon, you're going to get some Diggle. Because David Ramsey has been confirmed to be filming, what is it, five episodes of? Uh, of he's, fil- he's filming a but like yeah, either five or six for kind of appearing in a lot of shows as Diggle, and then on Legends as a <coughs> mystery character, <coughs> mystery, yeah, <coughs> mystery <laughs> character, exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that in the future. So, but, if right, he's well, not, if he's not a Green Lantern, that'll just be the big. I'm, I'm gonna be kind of pissed. That, that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be like the only Legends show I tune back in for since I dropped Legends this past year in midseason after after Brandon yeah. Routh left. I, I will tune back in to see Diggle again. Oh, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Great, great actor. Lo- loved his role, and he could definitely be a Green Lantern. I would love it. Um, all right, y'all. Yeah, well, uh, that's it. That's all we had. We had A block, B block, C block, and we're through it. So we already got here. Yes. Sure. <laughs> so, yes. All right. Well, Sarah, where can they find you at? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Molly Kitten. You can find me also on Instagram at Molly Kitten as well. And you know, just if you're happy, if you don't start talk anything Star Trek or Star Wars or Rebels or anything that kind of fun stuff. Hit me up. I'm always down for a good conversation. So, as all of you guys know, <laughs> Sarah, you are going to be my reason for joining Instagram. Right there, there you go. You got me into another network. I'm going to do Instagram just so I can follow you. You're my first follow. So, there you go. Grace Nathan, we're going to find you. Grace is looking for those Instagram pics, you know, and thirst traps. We know how you are. We got Grace. DMs for that. I ain't worried about Instagram. I got DMs for that. So. <laughs> No, Sarah. That was going to happen. That would already, yeah, exactly. Sarah sent Maybe. me the, the old uh, you up text the other night, and I was like, damn, if it had been 10 years later, I'd have been all excited. Or if it had been 10 years earlier in my career, but then she was like, no, seriously, I want to talk to you about Star Wars and Rebels. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, can be found nowhere except for Sunday mornings Bullsh- at yeah, 10 at 9 p.m. Like, what the hell? Get and, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you got to come on. Who man. says that? <laughs> Nobody says that. You, everybody zeros says and that. zeros of people so say that. No, not zeros and zeros. Seven of ten people triggering. say that. Uh, seven of ten. But you find me on the Mandalorians, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. my time. Uh, or not p.m. a.m. I should say a.m. on Sunday mornings. What do you say? A.m. 
And uh, Katie and I will be discussing the new, the latest episode of The Mandalorian, Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Bum, bum, bum. So Very happy ending. Very, very happy. There's kumbayas. I mean, I hate to spoil the Ewoks coming out. There's a Boy, sense there of right tree village celebration. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to hit y'all up for that one because I'm telling you, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about that. <laughs> It'll be good. Chris, buddy, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Chris Balga. You can follow my shows. I've got World's Finest True Believers at Finest Believers. Uh, this this current week, uh, we dropped the new episode with Katie, looking at her very first comic she's ever read, Dark Empire One. Looking at that series, and then this Monday we drop a retro, uh, going back to when Scott from DC Films joined me to look at the amazing uh, 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 series from uh, Image by Brubaker and uh, Phillips, The Fade Out. And uh, then we got Marvel, Marvel Pod. Who's Who's that devilishly handsome guy you got coming the uh, third week for World Fires True Believers? I'm not on there. What are you talking about? We'll talk about that next week. Oh, okay, Um, okay. uh, Yeah, we got Marvel, Marvel Alliance, Marvel A podcast, and looks like we have a lot of Hawkeye news to talk about come uh, come Tuesday. So, and you can find me at the Bat Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter. Uh, you know, people call me a podcast whore, but Mr. <laughs> Balga, I challenge you because you, you are just as loose Bunch of <laughs> as, oh, as, as, as I am as I am with podcasts. Got racy in here. <laughs> so, so this guy right here, I, I'm willing to bet probably podcasts as much as I do, and everybody's like, "Oh, Greg, you podcast way too much." But Chris, like, low key podcasts as much as I do. So. Uh, yeah, you can find me everywhere there. Seriously, Geek Open Alliance Network. Check me out, or check out the Geek Open Alliance Network, and you can find me and Mr. Balga. Come and Mr. Alliance Balga. coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Mr. Galley. They're all here. So Biker Mice Mars everybody. podcast coming mid 2021. I'm just right. saying. Right. Street Sharks, get ready. Street Sharks. Alliance. <laughs> hey, I would love to do a Street Shark show. Are you kidding me? I love that show. But um, uh, no. check me out at the Bat Daddy 52. You can find everything I'm on. You know, uh. C3 Panthers podcast, Geek Open Alliance, Superhero Discussions, uh, DC Alliance podcast, Superhero Discussions. I get Boy, around. I get around. It's, I, I'm a, look in the podcast world. You would call me easy. Let's put it that. <laughs> you would you would call me easy. He's you know, like a black man in He just gets podcast. in where he can fit in. That's, that's right. But, <laughs> I mean, seriously, oh thank you, everybody. <laughs> He just got me here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, I don't even know these guys. F them. <laughs> this is like, I am at a school, y'all. Yeah. Listen to this, y'all. Um, no, seriously, thank you so much, everybody who is a patron, everybody who yes. is listening to the show, interacts. Travis, uh, I'm going to shame you for not coming on tonight. And I'll come into the chat. Me. He won't come in to show yeah, his face. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Exactly. Because he doesn't all, care to yeah. talk to us. Boo, he just likes to watch. Man. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Boo, Travis. Boo. But Travis will be back. Uh, you know, Katie will be back. You know, we, we, we're, we're every week we're here. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a group of us. Except for last week. Except for last week. And except for <laughs> probably a week or two in December, we're going to take a break. Sure. I'll, give you a, I'll give you a warning about that. I know in the future we only have a couple weeks before Christmas. We're going to be doing. I have an idea for a uh, best Christmas movie show, and maybe we might Die do a trivia before between here and the end of the year. 
because holiday how star wars holiday special star wars oh. yes star wars holiday special We've got a lot to cover and i'm hey, sure hey there's a good ninja new. turtle 1990s ninja turtle holiday special you ever seen that one that's a doozy too is it any better oh. than the uh dumpster fire you showed me with the female turtle Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's <laughs> pretty tra- I'm, I'm sure Travis has seen it. I'm not going to watch it if it's like that female. Oh, uh, you don't want to see Venus? <laughs> no, it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> anyway. All right, folks. Thank y'all so much. Seriously, it's been a great night uh, to everybody here. I appreciate it. And until next week, 